in that purse. You open the purse. One copper coin. Oh. Again. We can work with this. We can work with this. I eat the coin. And then you have moments like this where you just go wide-eyed. All right, you just gotta... Whoop! Roll a d20. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 45 of Ruse Radio. We're really hopping up with the numbers. We're back at it again with a very special guest. Special guest, could you please introduce yourself to everybody? I mean, does it take much to say a dungeon master from one another? But uh, name's Michael or Link Sky online. All right. Link Sky? Link Sky 32, if you have to add the numbers. I have not heard about this. Where, where is this at? <laughs> well, what, uh, where online? Uh, just Discord or if you got random games, like throwing myself into Apex Legends, all that jazz. What kind of games do you play? Uh, random. Literally, you can talk about the old games like Kingdom Hearts, Infamous, Uncharted, like the first Uncharted. That stuff. And maybe Rainbow Six, but we'll get to that in a different moment. <laughs> I was telling you about how I wanted to play the Uncharted games, but I haven't played a PlayStation. I, same thing with the God of War games. Have oh. you ever played those? Uh, not really. Mm, okay. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the things and all the jokes of boy and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of, speaking of what just happened there. Could you tell everybody about your little skill? Uh, well, just voices and, well, little stupid things. Like the voices that I can just, Hey, you know, to get the, the, the dwarf out there. Or maybe just bring it in more for more. I don't know what I'm going to call this. I, 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 that's an accent. I know that for sure. And then you just get more British and just bring it in close and... I guess sensual, you can say? <laughs> I don't know. Where did you develop this skill? Uh, choir and just fucking around. Being a choir kid was the singing all the time, just the just tenor, baritone, bass could all three do all three parts, and just decided, you know what? I want to sound like a video game character. Yeah, like Sonic the freaking Hedgehog, just just like. Gotta catch up! Or all that jazz, whatever. I had a line in my head and just... See, well, you were also telling me to use these sound effects a lot in D&D. In yep, Dungeons & Dragons, because, you know, you have the NPCs, and if you're the ma dungeon master, you, you have to have a character. The characters are going to come up to a person, and they're like, I want to talk to this mofo. And you're just going to, like... Fuck. Yeah. I could be boring and I could just be like, you walk up to the dwarf and like, hi, my name's Jonathan. I run the armor shop here. Or you can go the extra mile and just, hi, my name is Jonathan. I run the armor shop down the road. What the fuck did you want? I think it's a lot more effective the second way. <laughs> oh, yeah. It really is. It builds the world. It does. I feel like, because we've been talking about this a lot off camera, <laughs> but D&D &D is truly a way to flex the imagination. It is. It's a fun little way to just knock out a world where you're just like, oh, I have 
things going on that are preventing me from doing my normal life. <laughs> but then you have moments where it's just the, I like this. Like you see a movie like Free Guy or uh, what else is there? Lord of the Rings even. And you're just like, I love that world. That story just inspired me. I want to do it. How did you get into D&D then? <laughs> well, like most kids, uh, I, I heard the jokes of D&D like in elementary school, middle school, and even at the beginning of high school. And it was just the, oh, you play Dungeons and Dragons, you're a fucking nerd. You don't have a life. And it it's was cooler like, now than it used to be. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, as you were telling me, people on TikTok are just like, yeah, there's a whole community. Mm-hmm. And there's even communities on, like, Facebook. I'm a part of even one. Well, there's always been communities, but I think those platforms kind of allow for it to blossom. But it's oh, also yeah. gaining popularity in a way, too. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, from the 90s onward, it was a very negative connotation towards people who play D&D. Oh, yeah, totally. It was also the way the game was at the time. You, you look at it now, and you're just, you kind of look at the first edition of the game and just like, You were telling me about this. Yeah. And so this is a good way to start, I suppose, with our D&D discussion, right? <laughs> yeah. Because this is, this is essentially, I believe, the main focus of the podcast here. I think that, for one, to introduce all this, I've always been interested in D&D. And I, mm. I don't think people believe me when I say it. Because like I, I always tell them, I would love to play D&D, but I don't have a group of people... That was a large bag of dice being placed on a table for our audio <laughs> listeners. Uh, but I always have wanted to play, but I've never had a group of people that play, and it's kind of impossible to do if you don't have that. Oh, yeah. it's There's very rarely a point in time where you just kind of are alone for Dungeons & Dragons. It's, you normally have a group. The group is what can make the story fun, but the problem also is sometimes... You don't got enough people. You might have, like, two at maximum. Or your fucking critical role and have eight voice actors. How many people is ideal? Well, you normally want to have at least one person you can thro- throw role-playing at and another person for them to bounce off of. Then that can create at least a triangle. So maximum you will need at least three, one being the dungeon master, two being players. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then anything more is just more, hopefully it, more fun. Hopefully just more for the... More fucking chaos. Let's yeah. just be straight honest. Yeah. But that's good, right? Yeah, I mean, my current group, I literally have a group of characters that are playing a human, a fairy... I didn't give that race a technical name. Are there... Are there <laughs> <laughs> is that like racist in no, D&D terms? <laughs> no, it's... He was a race called the Dampier. Okay. But he was also had his character at the Aspiring Wheel to become a Grim Reaper. Okay. So I'm making a Reaper race. Oh. Where it's kind of like... It's different. Slightly. But it's its own thing. It's its own thing. It's You're allowed to do that? Yeah, it's, well, depending on your version. Like, back to the beginning, uh, if you played, like, version 1.0, it was the, you were fucked depending on what you rolled for how your character would look. Like, if you rolled a 6 in strength, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. 
I can't be a fighter. Right. And then it the, also was the, fuck, I can't be a dwarf. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Especially when your, your heart is set as being a dwarf. Yeah, I mean, like, if you want to play the character of a dwarf, you want that dwarven accent, you have it, comrade. That can't be stolen from you. Hey, trust me. But then you go to, let's just jump to current version, version 5.0. Okay. Or version 5e, which, it's 5v, I don't know, 5e. Jumping, that's a big jump. It is. But you look at that and you get the, uh, you get to hear the, you can play whatever class you want. You don't have to have starting stats for that game unless you want to. Actually, hold on a second. Oh. I'm actually glad I did this. I brought... Just to let everyone know, he brought materials, all right? He's prepared for this. I'm not leaving anything. I'm not going to leave a lot of this unturned. Like, in the first here. little... I'm going to need to scooch this a little bit more towards you for the camera here. That's cool. Uh, okay. Where they literally just says, all characters in the district reflecting this are property of the coast. Oh, that's not a thing. That's not what I wanted. That's legal jargon. Is that the wrong book? Sight. What, what, what book did you just pull out right there, though? Uh, this is the player's handbook. Okay, so he brought a player's. Can I see that? Yeah, the player's sure. handbook. So this is a D&D's player handbook. I'm going to show it to the camera for anybody who's watching on video. They can see this right here. Um, but yeah, D&D's player handbook, I'm opening it, wow, artwork, first of all, awesome. <laughs> this actually looks like it has value to it. I'm surprised. Wow, this thing's yep. nice. Ah, this was the book I was Holy moly. Okay, so flipping through the pages here, a lot going on. Look, this is, how many pages? Uh... Almost three, over 300, yeah, right? Yeah, that has basically the basic rules of D&D wow. version 5.0 for the players. It also has... The beginning, like if you don't have the source books, you have the beginning races, like human, elf, dwarf, dragonborn, and you have the beginning classes of the game. And then it just explains how to play the game. It even has some spells, like in the far back. Okay. And how spells work and all that jazz, like what problems you might run into. It's also with the Dungeon Master's Guide. This is a lot to memorize. No, you don't have to memorize it. Normally, there's a PHB on hand. If you're going to play D&D and you're playing it the old, old way, well, old way, I'm going to say, because old, old is version one, and we don't do that shit. Not anymore. At least I don't. Anyways, but you would need at least a player's handbook on standby. But yeah, the book I was looking for that had the thing is the Dungeon Master's Guide. It's the... Uh, first, always keep a straight face and say okay no matter how many doomed... Oh, no matter how ludicrous or doomed the player's plan, plan of action is. Literally, it's just like, I know it's not going with the script. We know it's gonna be fucked. But, hey, run with it. Yeah. There, you don't have to keep it ro railroad. Roaded. Yeah. What's that book there? That's the master. There's a dungeon yep. master guide? Dungeon master's guide. This That's is a, a whole different book? Yep. There's three core books to D&D. If Whoa. you're going to be a player, all you need is just this and dice. And you're ready to roll. <laughs> this book has 300 pages. Mm -hmm. Those are dungeon master rules, which you can choose to follow in 
in 5e or say fuck it. Wow, I didn't know there was this much to it. I'm already impressed. <laughs> and then, yeah, if you're impressed on that, wait to see the last one. Holy moly. You have all three? I have all three core books, and I have one extra book. Okay. The last book is only for the Dungeon Master as well. The Monster Manual. Wow, and that one looks even bigger. Yep, because it doesn't have the rule shit that it has to explain. This is everything I can fight you with. These are the monsters, the things that inhabit the realm. From the, hemp, from the harmless pixies and will-o'-wisps to a kraken, dragon, lich, anything. In fact, even, yeah, the, the, these things, the Gethankian. Gethankian? Uh, that, that's a, that's there's a, even artwork for each one? Yep, there's artwork for a lot of them. Like the elementals here, you can get a view of the air, earth, fire, and water. Because of the DM, you're sitting there and your players aren't seeing and you're kind of just holding it and you're just like, uh, unless you want to take creative freedom, you just look at it and you go, you see a cloud kind of swirl, just begin to form in a form. Two arms sprouting, a big open mouth and eyes just... <gasps> And, you know, if it has its own language, you speak fucking gibberish. Unless you want to, like, try to make it sound like an actual language. Like, trust me, if you, get, you can try speaking like Spanish. Like, Is that, and that, was, could, that real? was that a real language? Oh, fuck no, that was I not. I think it was. No, that was just bad attempt of Spanish accent plus saying something that would, should sound important. No, but that works, though, if you're speaking whatever language <laughs> the dragon would speak. Or what was, this, was this a dragon? What was this animal? What was this monster? That thing was just a random motherfucker on the street that's, like, uh-huh. trying to use a actual ability for a class called Thieves Can't. But there's a lot of monsters in here. Oh, yeah. Okay. And there's even some little monsters in the monster manual that are just not touched on. Intellect Devourer. I'm going to read about this one real quick. Oh, Fuck the intellect of Oliver. Fuck that. It thing. looks threatening. There's a whole page for it. It's a bitch. I'm gonna say that now, especially <laughs> at low levels. Okay. It looks evil. It sounds bad. Yeah. Actually, there's a thing you can read that if you look at the Hydra on the next page over. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You can see it says Hydra. And it probably says um, large monstrosity. Huge monstrosity unaligned. Yep, that means it doesn't have an alignment where it's not evil, good, or neutral. And it has attacks? Yep, that's what the DM normally looks at for stats of a monster and how it fights, what can it do, what's its stats. Okay. Intellect Devourer. An Intellect Devourer resembles a walking brain protected by a crusty covering and set on a bestial clawed legs. On bestial clawed legs. This foul aberration feeds on the intelligence of sentient creatures taking over a victim's body on behalf of its Mind Flayer masters. Oh, fuck Mind Flayers. Mind Flayers? Oh, those things are a pain in the ass, trust me. Illithid creations. Illithid? Illithid. Illithid. Mind Flayers breed intellect devourers to serve as roaming hunters of the Underdark, creating an intellect devourer by taking the brain of a thrall and subjecting it to a horrible ritual. Mm-hmm. As it sprouts legs, the brain becomes an intelligent predator and is twisted and evil as its masters. 
Yep. And then it's got Deadly Puppet Masters. Yep, the Puppet Masters, the uh, Mind Flayers, are a very, very interesting enemy to fight. An Intellect Devourer consumes a creature's mind and memories, then turns the host body into a puppet under its control. Mm-hmm. An Intellect Devourer typically uses its puppet host to lure others into the domain of the Mind Flayers to be enthralled or consumed. Uh-huh. Now that's sneaky. So well, we're talking like it eats somebody, takes over their body. It's like your dad. Your dad shows up, says, "Come over here, come over here." And we're gonna you... go on a trip, son. We're 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 going. Okay, dad. Did you bring your knife? No. The good child. When one... in reality, you would hear him say, "You should have." Right. Right. Dad should have warned you, but dad probably didn't know either. Yeah, dad's dad's gone. Dad's gone. Dad's not there. It is now the hive mind. That is, uh, that is controlling the mind flare. Interesting. <laughs> oh. this, this monster would be tough. Yeah. And if I can go and read it, I'll actually... Oh, I just closed the book. Nah, it's fine. I can... <laughs> it might Close be... the book because I was handing it to him. It's fine. I found it. Yeah, no, actually, actually, the, cha- the creature has a challenge rating of two. What does that mean? Yeah, it's kind of like its level. Okay. Where things will have like a one point one slash four, like one fourth of a level. How does the scale work? Is it one to ten? Well, it scales by the player levels. So say like you were my if you're a player, your character's level I'd have to scale on. If you're level two, that means you should it would be difficult, but you should be able to fight this creature. Right. And it can be a pain in the fucking ass. Especially when it's, like, your level or higher. Actually, I did this to a group of my players. I threw them against a dragon. Actually, it's the same group. This is the only group I'm going to be talking about because it's my current group, and I remember shit that was, like, from yesterday. Because I actually had my session yesterday. They had fought, like, a monster that was way above their league. So they had to use tricks and, like, Bullshit. Like, hey, look, there's explosives over there. Pew. Let's blow that up. That's some plot gone. Yeah. That's mainly how it can go. And is it the case that you had something planned with that and they just kind of ruined it? Oh, yeah, that's a constant thing in Dungeons & Dragons. You're just like, I have an idea for this story and I know where I want it to go. Uh-huh. And then next thing you realize, the player decides to cast tr- Dispel Magic and just ruin the thing you had going. And you're just like, fuck. Even if it's that player is you and you're playing the character's character. And there's nothing you can really do to stop them. That's probably why a lot of games go longer than they should because... You'll have a plan, and you have to actually replan your plan. Oh, yeah. The most famous joke I've ever heard is, like, they had a group that was, we're off to save the world from the chaotic realm of nether. And then you hear, eh, we're going to start a cult with Chef Boyardee. <laughs> They're my god. I like the freedom of that, though. Yeah, yeah. Where version one would just say, oh, you want to start a cult? 
No. Yeah. And can you explain to everybody the difference is like the main differences in these versions? Because oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know if even people who are familiar with D and D like is this a general thing that everybody knows? It depends. It's sometimes you get with one group that plays in one way and they don't mention that. Hey, there's other ways of the game. Like I only mentioned version one and five right now, but there's like version two, three point five, and four. And everybody, you, you've told me that four is not... Four is a dead language. Yeah. You just look at it and it's just the... No, no manches? Four was like the mess up that led to the beauty of five. Oh, yeah. 3.5 was very weird because you'd have like... Uh, as of 5.0 first or version five, player first, I had just wisdoms checks and I had like perception checks. I didn't have reflex saves. What the fuck is that? Just, alright, the trap's of spring. You need to make a reflex save. What Re- the fuck? Reflex save? Yeah. What does that mean? It means like how is your character reacting to the fucking boulder coming down at you? Oh. You need to move. Do you just roll a die? Uh, yep, you, you grab your motherfucking die and you pray to God <laughs> you don't die. No shit, that was actually good. You won. You did not die from the boulder. I mean, I, I'm not the DM. I can't decide. I don't I even see. know how my. I don't even know my bonuses. In full honesty. And. Okay, okay. Has that always been a feature? The saves. Yeah. Yeah, there's always been a thing where it's kind of like wisdom saving throws, except I don't. I don't really know in version 1.0. It's it's weird. I haven't been able to understand it. Was it just different? Yeah, it's, it, the DM definitely had more control over everything, and it was the... There was probably just less structure to the whole thing back then. Oh, it was structured. It was just... Too structured. Too structured. It was literally... If you ever think of, like, your grandparents, like, don't touch my old china. <laughs> and then you touch it, and they just go... <laughs> You're just like... It was just a plate. It was almost falling off. The rules were way too strict. uh, And that's what made the game not fun. Yeah. But is that, what was wrong with 4 then? It wasn't that? I don't honestly know much about 4 myself. You just know it's not good. Oh, I've heard it's dead. I heard avoid it like the plague. Mm. So I just went. Stay away. Stay away. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's also, I think we should just hop right into the. You were going to do a little, was it, how do we describe it? An introduction. Introduction, yeah. Well, first we have to understand how to actually make a character, which... Okay. Character tutorial, let's do this! I'm down, let's do it. We're doing so, a live, on-podcast, D&D video character tutorial. <laughs> Audio if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcast, baby. Spotify. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right, let's do this. Let's All do right. this. I'm so, hyping it up. So, <laughs> when you make a character in D and D, you kind of have to first realize what do you want. It's mainly you go into this game, you're trying to figure out well, what do I want with this game. Do I want to have, have fun? Do I want to be that bard that wants to fuck every girl in the realm? No. Do I want to be the wizard that studies all the scholarly mm. things I can find? Or are you just going to be that druid that turns into a squirrel every five fucking minutes? Well, there's classes, right? <laughs> yep. That's basically what I, I think I said a couple of the classes. You have the bard, wizard, druid, 
there's many classes like uh, are they in the book I, I need to pick my class don't I yeah well I'm also gonna mention there's you could do it this way which I mean is the old however way, we however we want to do write it. it down or I know an app website that okay. is free to use and is sponsored even by the greatest well the greatest we all know group of critical role critical role this man's been shouting out critical role critical role just freaking Matthew Mercer and them they're all actually Matthew Mercer in spot helped inspire my first character oh one second I'm ready yeah it's a uh, uh, I'm actually gonna look up his name and I'm gonna say it right because okay. damn it all right what are we who Oh, I can't even say who whose name are we looking up. <laughs> well, the character, the person who played him is Talison Jaffe. All right. So is the. What well, What are the classes though? Are you going to the website too? Oh yeah, I'm going to be doing that. Because I need to know these things. If I'm making a character, we're doing a live character creation. <laughs> Guys, I know. It's going down. <laughs> it's really happening. Where's the cast? So I can at least fucking. Okay, part of his name. Percival von Fredrickson Kowalski Musil Dewalo III, which I don't even think I said it right. Percy is what everyone called him. He was a gunfighter. All right. Okay. Now, the website, if you got your phone, is called D&D Beyond. Oh, I got to use my phone? Yeah. I use my phone? Okay, tell me it again. D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond. Yep. All right. DNDBeyond.com. Shout out DNDBeyond.com. <laughs> no, they, they're not sponsoring us, but if they want to, they can. <laughs> All right, so create a character. Let's push that. Uh, do, I, do I have to make a... Well, first you'd have to sign into oh, a Google account. Dude. That's the minimum requirement of... All right, I'm trying to make this fast. We're live. We're I live. Know, <laughs> I should have told you more about this, but I had to save it because it's All my... All right, little... I got to make a username now. All right, everybody, shout, check me out on D&D Beyond, <laughs> Ruse Official. Ruse Official. Ruse Official. Can I make it Ruse? Is that taken? Yeah, no, I don't think so. It might be. usually is. Hey, I'm hey. trying. I'm trying to just do Ruse. I push create your account. Create my account. Username's taken. Ruse Fuck. Official. Yeah. It's taken. Every, everybody's taken my name. It's a cool name. What can I say? Yeah. Ruse Official. No underscore, baby. D&D Beyond. Hit me up. <laughs> Yeah. We're about to make a character. Yep, so now you can go into, uh, you hit the side where it says collections, and you hit my characters. Hold on, it's not, it's not letting me. This is going terribly. Uh-oh. Ruse, <laughs> Ruse official. Come on, D&D Beyond. I think it's because the first one wouldn't. Ruse official's taken. Ruse official six. Wow, Always no, 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 Ruse Rapper. It's Ruse Rapper on D&D Beyond, guys. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't go hang out with Ruse officially. He's not me. <laughs> All right, we're making a character. All right. Character creation method. Choose one of three ways. Okay, I'm, I'm also going to be loading mine up as well, so I can just say it. Okay. Do I, do I put uh, standard? I'm uh, going to standard. Yeah, go ahead and hit standard. Sorry. People are trying to get. I don't know what all this is. Yep. All right. So, so once you're at there, <laughs> you should probably see a picture of like a profile pair character, and it says your character's name. No, I see it says sources. Allow or restrict sources to be. Allow or restrict sources to be used for this character. Oh yeah, this. Yeah. What yeah. do I? Is um, that okay? That is. 
is this is a lot of what you go. I don't want Rick and Morty, do I? <laughs> no, no, no. As much as people might love Rick and Morty, that bugs D&D beyond. Oh, what the hell I found. All right. Always crashes. Should I just leave everything the way it is? Um, You can hit cr- homebrew. You also do want to turn on critical role content because that actually opens up one exclusive class. All right. And non-core. Non-core is always fun. So everything but Rick and Morty. Yeah, just... All right. Sorry, Rick and Morty people, but fuck Rick and Morty. Well, it's Rick and Morty D&D, to be precise. So, okay, do I click next now? Um, You want to go down to make sure... Don't, you, For us people that know D&D more, and for those that don't know, you can, took, you can look at how your character will advance, like through Milestone or XP, and you can just say, oh, I want to wow. my character... Or depending on the DM, you can say, you level up through experience or... You do certain things and ta-da! Can I do experience instead? Oh, sure, yeah. You can, I, I want to do experience. Yeah. I then like leveling up. I like leveling up yep. through my experience. I want to kill a squirrel and level up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they offer that much, honestly. I think it's like maybe even just maybe I think zero, actually. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got to farm them in most games. Ah, uh, yeah. No, you, you find the simple goblins and you're just like, fuck you. Okay, I could do that. Yeah. Um, modifiers or scores is another thing. Your scores are what you're going to see a lot, like for your common six stats. But you can put it modifiers top, so that way when I ask you, like, hey, what's your strength modifier? You can don't have to be like, uh, what's that again? Okay, I'll do that, I yeah. guess. What's the, the scores top? So what is that? Yeah, that's what I was saying. The modifiers top or scores top. Scores, what's top. scores top, though. Scores top is what's going to be the actual number when you do your stats. Oh. Now you'd go to race. Is that next? Do I push yeah, next? hit next. Oh, and this is all of them? Yep, these are all the races you have free to D&D Beyond. You have to buy extra sources to have more races. Like, I actually have the race uh, Yonti Pureblood. All right. When normally you would not have that, so... There's um, a lot here. Oh, there is, and each one has its own bonuses to your character. Does it tell me if I push them what they yeah. are? Yeah, you can press one and it can preview. Like, I'm trying to think about what is calling out to me here. I don't know what some of them are. What is tiefling? Tieflings are normally considered like demons. Ooh. Yeah, they're like the demon character and most of them are very bad provokers in lore of D&D, but at the same time people keep fucking them so they just keep coming. What's a, I'm a rock gnome? A gnome's energy and enthusiasm for living shines through every inch of his or her tiny body. Mm-hmm. This is calling yeah, to me. You are As tiny. a rock gnome, you have a... Na- oh, what were you saying? You're a tiny person. Oh, that, yeah, I know. That's why I picked it. Hey. I was like, oh, that one looks fun. Uh, as a rock gnome, you have a natural inventiveness and hardiness beyond that of other gnomes. Most gnomes in the world of D&D are rock gnomes, including the tinker gnomes. Of the Dragon Lace setting. Dragon Lance setting. Yep, that's a... Uh, I'm not familiar with these things. Yeah. it's th- These are like the official Wizard of the Coast saying, this is how we run our characters. This is how our races go. But then you have DMs who are just like, no. Oh, especially if it's vi- version 5. Yeah, if that's your race, you would hit choose race. But there's so many different things in here, too. So, Dark Vision... Accustomed to life underground, you have superior vision in dark and dim conditions. Yep. So I can see in the dark yeah. really well. You can see in dim light within... I want to be this guy already. I already know. <laughs> you, can, 
You can see you in dim light within 60 feet of you as if it were bright light. And in darkness if as if it were dim light. Oh. Gnome's cunning. You have advantages on, advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws against magic. Which is always nice. Artificer's lore whenever you make an intelligence check, history check to relate magic. And like tinkerer. You... These are all things that come with that race. If that is the race you chick, chick, meow. That is the race you chick, 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 pick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gender's going to come into play later. But if that's the class you pick, you can hit next and all right. throw yourself in. I just wanted to make classes. sure I know all my advantages, you know. Yeah. I want to know everything I got. Uh, this will, the Indian Beyond will always tell you, hey, you have this. Like it has little A's or things, and you can just tap the stat as well. Once you hit next, you go into choosing a class. Now, the best thing about D&D 5e, you get to pick your class before you have any stats rolled. Okay. I'm going forward. You're going forward into class? I think so. I push choose race. So my phone is loading. It's, <laughs> it's, guys, it's happening live on the potty. On the potty, waddy, we're watching it happen. If you're watching it, you're copping it. If you're listening, you're glistening. It's really going down. D&D Beyond, Ruse Rapper, not Ruse Official. <laughs> Do not even talk to Ruse Official on there. He's a liar. He's a fake. Same thing with regular just Ruse. <laughs> By the way, on TikTok, whoever's named Ruse, feel free to sell me your account. Same thing with Instagram. You know, just <laughs> sell me the name. Just change your name and I'll take it. Just sell it to me. I'll buy I'll buy. What's your price? All right, there we go. There, <laughs> there we go. go. We're there. We're Stop there. for time. Hey, that was not even started. I just wanted to lay that stuff down. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Whoa, there's more? Now I pick a class. Yep. Uh, That's what you were be, saying. Oh, my God. You should be seeing barbarian, bard, bloodhunter, cleric, druid, fighter, monk, paladin, ranger, rogue, sorcerer, warlock, and wizard. Now, the only things that are special is I also see Artificer and Bloodhunter. What would you recommend? For a first-time player, it really depends on what you want your experience to be. Do you want your character to be a fighter? Do you want to be like, or do you want to be like a fighting character which is like, I want to fucking hit shit with weapons! I want to take down whatever comes at me. Okay. Are I'm a rock you, gnome. You're I'm a, a rock, rock gnome and I'm ready. You're a rock gnome and you're ready, then might I suggest the barbarian? Yeah. The barbarian is a class that is big. Well, hit die is d12. Oh, yeah, that's normally that's your health. What you does that roll, mean? You would every time you like level up, you would take a d12 and just like, eh, that's how much health you gain. No, come back. Oh, cool. But since we are using DMD on, it can automatically calculate for that. So, like, new people don't have to worry about it and just be like, fuck, so much math already. I don't want to fucking do this. Right. I think it's fun. We get to add? Fun. Yep. Rage. I can rage. Mm -hmm. It's my first level. There's different levels. Yep. Each my attacks. Oh, no, it's your class. It's kind of like in, um, how can I say this in a game that we definitely know? No, I get it. It's like every, like when you're level 5, you get this. When you're level 19, you get this. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just like any game. Okay. Yeah. For now, if we're going to do a thing, we're going to pick level 3 because that actually allows something called a archetype. 
primal path. Or, yeah, your primal path. That is your subclass. Subclasses are a secondary thing of classes inside of your class. Oh, you even get proficiencies. <laughs> At third level, you choose a path that shapes the nature of your rage. The path of the berserker is detailed at the end of the class description. And additional primal paths, are, so I just get more stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you buy more books on D&D Beyond, you can get more paths. Okay. Like right now, only thing you would have is Path of the Berserker. Oh, and I get to pick two skills now. Yep, you would go up, you would get to pick... Intimidation and... Oh, this is tough. And, oh, this is hard. Yep, these are skills Okay, let me good. tell them, let me tell the people, let me tell everybody what, <laughs> what my choices are. I picked intimidation right away. I don't know why, it just seemed right. <laughs> I, yeah, I was thinking, I'm a rock gnome, I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> that's, my, that's my character trait. I'm ready, I'm a rock gnome, I'm ready. Fuck you. Animal handling, athletics, nature, perception, survival. So, really, I'm torn between, I'm torn between, like, these three. Athletics, perception, and survival. Because with athletics, yeah. I could, like, do cartwheels and scare people at the same time. Because I'm intimidating, and I can just, like, do flips around them. I can do... I, if I have athletics, I could probably do parkour and, like, climb up buildings and stuff. Actually, but, that's different. That is what you're describing as acrobatics. Oh, those are two different things? Yep. Athletics is, like, Man. shot punting something, just throwing it. Pulling yourself up a ledge. It's athleticism. Perception. Pulling myself up, that's close to climbing a building. Oh, fuck yeah. I could, it would help. Yeah, perception is definitely how you see things. It's just the, like, I can look at your, I can look over here, and the more higher perception is, the more things you notice. Like, you notice the uh, the cameras, you notice the little bars moving in the background, you notice the little speck of dust for some goddamn reason because there's a natural goddamn 20. Mm, I see. I see. And because you're noticing all those things, yeah, you'd be able to maybe pick up on something that another character wouldn't. Oh, yeah. Perception. What does survival do? Survival is kind of like knowing the world and will this kill you. Will this berry bush, if applied non-medically, will it kill me? Or it's kind of like searching a person, like I'm checking through their pockets. And I know where people would have things. It's survival of the fittest. Okay. I think I'm going to go with... I think I'm going to go with... Perception. <laughs> perception. So I'm intimidating, but I'm also... I know how to pick up on stuff. Yeah, like, I know what's going on around me. I'm intimidating. I'm a rock gnome, and I'm a barbarian, so I'll take you down. Yep. After that, you can go ahead and hit up on over to next. I'm doing it. Oh, okay. This score is, calculations. Yep, this is the ability scores. The ability scores determine how your stats look. How good is your perception? You may be proficient in it, but you're not yet, yet how much more. Uh, there's three ways to do it. You can do standard array, which is you just pick, it just says, here's some numbers. Put them where you want. Manual slash rolled is the way I do it, and that's... What, these we're using the dice? Is that where it is? If you want, there's you can also roll it on Dean to be on, thank God. Or you can do point buy, which is you get a certain amount of points that you can actually buy your skills with. You're like, I want to put these many points in strength. Okay, here's how many points you have left. Like modern video games. Oh fuck yeah. What's standard array? What's the difference standard, between that and standard point array? Buy? It just says, 
Here's your numbers. Put them in. Okay. I um, always do manual. I guess I'll do manual. All right. Now you get to rule a rule that is always a fight between DMs. How the fuck you roll stats? And I'm not going to make you use tiny shit because that sometimes just you like, what the fuck is that? It's going down, guys. Everybody watching on camera, I'm about to roll the dice, baby. Four D6. You got a bag full of dice, by the way. A bag full of dice. Here, Shake that right by the mic. Yeah, that's a lot of dice. Some metal, some not. All right, so. Chinese Shark Where am I? Am I guessing this rolling? Yeah, Chinese. But yeah, it's Chinese Shark Week. Plastic make pretty quick clack, clack, click clack sounds. Yeah. Shiggity, 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 shiggity. Yep. So you would roll those four and you find one die that is the lowest. Nope. Oh. You need all four. And you just roll it. Now you look for your absolute... Oh, yeah, three my ones. God. No, fucking roll that again. No. No, what? That's bad? Yeah, that's bad. The, the DMs normally sit with you for character creation, so they're just like, no! Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if that's a great... It was a two, I swear. Dang. So you would then look at your stat... We're not going to keep this for God-obvious reasons, but you would take... You find the lowest number, and you take one of it away. Okay. So then that's your score. But uh, a, a nine... No. No. Not again? No. Do it again. <laughs> All right, here. We're going to give you a... move this book. Oh, yeah, just move it over here. Yeah. Just... Well, is there... Oh, that's a good idea. And I'll just roll in there. Yeah. I have the okay. tray things. I just have to find them. That's my problem. All right. So we got a four, five, a six. And is this... What is this? That's a two. You would then remove the two. Okay. And what do you still have? Four, five, and six. So that'd be 15. Okay. And then, that's going into strength? Yeah, you can put it anywhere you want. You can put anywhere it anywhere I strength, want. Strength, dex. What strength. is constitution? That's the only one Constitution, I that's your health. That's normally like how many times can you get hit before you go down? And what's the difference between intelligence and wisdom? Intelligence is book smarts, wisdom is street smarts. Okay. I'm going to put my 15 in. Um, dexterity. Okay, that's a good one, actually. Barbarians can use some dexterous weapons. Yeah, yeah, and you know me. You know me. <laughs> I'm ready for anything. Hell yeah. All right, I'm rolling again, baby. Next Lowest step. one is going to be five, five, six, or nine. That's six. six. Those are that, that was only go up to six. And then so six. five, five, six, oh, six. One of those fives that gets out of there. Yeah, so that's six, actually a good step. Twelve, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 17. Yeah, that's very good, isn't it? Yeah, the highest you can get is an eighteen. So charisma. That's going in charisma mm, because I am a very charismatic rock gnome. Oh, you don't. If you're building this like off of you IRL, you don't have to. This could be like this motherfucker. Oh, I know. I made a gay woman. Okay. <laughs> I'm not building it off of me. I appreciate that you think I'm charismatic, but no. This rock gnome, just he, he knows how to get it done. He's going to convince people he's on their side, then he intimidates them. He's got his... I work with you. Yeah. Now give me your fucking kneecaps! Yeah, and you know, he's, percep he's got good perception, so as he's working with them, he's like figuring out their weakness. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm There's always ways to figure out things. All right, uh, one's out of there. So, oh, that's not as good. Mm. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We got a ten. That's a ten, yeah. All right. Well, now, I guess that's going to go into... I personally, as a barbarian, you could dump intelligence. That's what I was thinking, because 
Do I really need book smarts? I'm not going to be casting that many spells. No. Your, right. your class does not get any spells at all. Oh, I don't get them at all? Oh. Nope. You can use scrolls. That one over there? I missed a... Oh, that's a five. Five? Yeah. You can use scrolls, but no, no, it's a six. Was it, it was five. <laughs> yeah, it was five. All right. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve. Now so, that could go into... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey. It's my True. choice. True. It so is your choice. we got strength, constitution, and wisdom. I'm going to throw that 12 into constitution. Okay. I don't think you agreed with that choice. I personally, this, the rest of your stats are going to be interesting ones that you might want to keep. And hot damn. Oh, that's a four. You have a should have saved my health for that one. And, oh, that's another. That's a 16. That's a 16. All right, well, that's going into strength. Oh, yeah, most of your weapons are fucking, like, a great war hammer. I was hoping for a high one for strength. I really was. I'm lucky that came about. All right, and then two out of here. All right, that's whatever. So three, four, five, that's 11. 11 into wisdom. Now, I do, now normally as a DM, DMs can be like, you got to re-roll on your stats. So I push next now though, because I don't. I'm not re-rolling, do I? Yeah. What was your strength again? It was strength was 16, dexterity 17, <clears throat> con 12. No, no. Strength is 16, dexterity is 15. Oh, 15. Where did that? Constitution oh, 12. Charisma was 17. Yes. Intelligence was 10. Yes. Wisdom is 11. Yep. Okay. I'm just. Re- I'm making the character with you as well, so that way it's done. All right. Now you hit next, and now this is the. There's more. Oh, we're, we got two more things to do before we can actually say your character is made, and then we get into the actual shit of, what the fuck is that? Okay. Now, we don't have to do much here. The only thing you have to worry about is give this gnome a name. Who is he? What's his name? Jim? Uh, let me think. He's a rock gnome. He gets it done. We need to have a good name. This is where most of people's time go. No, no, no. I'll get one really quick. <laughs> I just... He's like... He's... So let me think about how I would describe him, first of all. All right? You don't want to mess with you, him. If you want to describe him... Jet. Give him a background. Hold on. No, I got a name. I got <laughs> name a name. Him. Name him. What is he? Who? <gasps> Fwambo. 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 Just like kind of like Rambo, but Fwambo. Fwambo. That's a real, that is a solid name. Fwambo. Fwambo. It rolls right out the mouth. Yeah, especially for a DM because DMs normally go to like, Hey, what's your name? My name is Fam- Frambo. Frambo. Frambo, eh? Frambo with the W. Frambo, eh? And well, he'll get upset when people pronounce his name wrong. I, so if I, there's I, some characters I, I, that are going to pronounce his name wrong, he's going to be upset about that. Oh, uh, hey, trust me. It's Frambo. Yeah. So if he has some night walk up to him and say Frambo, he might get a little rowdy. I am not a nice rock gnome. <laughs> I bet. Now you can type that name in. Type your name Fwambo. in. It's spelled F-W-A-M-B-O, just to let you know. 
F-W-A-M-B-O. Fwambo. It's now, real easy to spell how it sounds. That's how I live. <laughs> I literally have a town in my D&D session called Sar. I also have Transport. Kelp or Klep. 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 I like that one. Yeah. Klep with a K. Yeah. Nice. C-L-E-P. Now, oh, my, I have not to pick equipment. Oh, no, you can go back to, you still need to pick a background. <sighs> or, well. Okay, well. Um, these are the, this is the last thing you have to do on this page. Acolyte, criminal spy, criminal spy. All right, that was fast. Yeah. Just bet, it was just like bet. Yeah. Mm. I, my guy's a bad, he's a bad boy. Yep, and you get at least a gaming tool now, gaming set. He has an, he's an experienced criminal with a history of breaking the law. You have spent a lot of time with other criminals and still have contacts with the criminal underworld. You're far mm-hmm. closer to the, than most people to the world of murder, theft, and violence that pervades the underbelly of civilization, and you have survived up to this point by flouting the rules and regula- regulations of society. I have deception and stealth as skill proficiencies. Yes. That's perfect, dude. I yeah. am going to be sneaky. And because you're constitution, that deception's already going to be really high. Yes. I mean, not that constitution, charisma. Yes. Dude, this is coming yeah. out really well. Then you just choose give, a gaming set. Di- what do I pick here? You Dice can set? pick whatever you want. Honestly, I'd pick playing card set because they're actually okay. games you can play in D&D with cards. And so am I done here now? You can technically head to equipment, but then people, now most people who are hardcore into the game who are just like, you're not picking your life and your character traits. What the fuck? So do I not pick equipment? Oh, no, you go to equipment next. What do I pick here? Uh, you can choose equipment or gold. You hit equipment. Add items. Uh-huh. Starting equipment. Oh, no, no, no. no. It'd be like right under starting equipment. It should say choose equipment or gold. Oh, equipment. Yep, you'd hit equipment. Oh, okay. I want... What's the diff... A great axe, I guess. Material I weapons are big weapons, like a glaive, a longsword, battle axe. A great axe is fine. That sounds good. And then two annexes for my, what, secondary weapon? Yep, um, simple weapons are also, like, daggers, clubs, great clubs, hand axes, all that. Some, the small stuff you can conceal. Okay. An armor, or an explorer's pack, and four javelins. Okay, so javelins, what are those? Are they, like, throwing knives? Oh, no, they're, like, literally something you just carry. It's just, They're big-ass things. All right. All right, and I have a backpack, a yep. bedroll, a mess kit, a tinderbox, a glare of fire, a lot of fire, 10 torches, 10 days of rations, and a water skin. Yep, and then you hit the red button that says add equipment. What's a water skin? The bit, bit, bit holds water. What's a mess kit? Food. And what's a tinderbox? Is that how I start a fire? Was that right? Yes. Okay, and I got a crowbar, a set of common clothes, including a hood, a pouch containing 15 GP. All right. Yep, GP is gold. I, yeah, that's my money. Yep, once you hit the red thing, you go into another thing where it says, like, use, and it shows all your equipment. There you can just, I just hit, make sure you hit everything that says, like, I don't know what you use, mean. here. It looks like this. Oh, yeah, what am I doing there? Uh, hit everything that says, like, use or wield. Oh, just so I have them? Yep, that way they are equipped. Okay. Okay. I'm pushing use on everything live on the Ruse Radio podcast. <laughs> All right, I think I did that. Yep. Actually. It was only just one thing on there. It was a backpack. Well, you also everything actually... else is wheeled. Oh, wheeled. I want the great axe. Yes. Yeah, you want to wield everything because those are your weapons. Hand axe. I want all those. Yep. Use and wield. Okay, now I got everything. Ta-da! Now you, hit what's, you go hit next, and it says, what's next? 
come together. View character sheet. Oh, and that's going to be an actual character that sheet. That is your character. That is Wamba. Wamba. Everybody watching live, everybody listening, it's real. It's there. Fwambo is on D&D Beyond. Roos Rapper, hit me up. Fwambo, Fwambo, Fwambo. All right, so let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready for the campaign. What is it? Is a quick, quick shot? What this do we call it? This is called a one shot. One shot. Now on D&D Beyond, one more thing you have to learn is the buttons that you can actually you can actually touch where you have that modifier. It will roll a die for it. I want to roll the die live. You want to roll actual dice? Yes. All right, I'm gonna choose a set for you. Be be generous, cause some of these bitches are fucking temperamental. I want to roll the die and feel it. It's kind of like spending money, you. you know what I mean? Like when you spend oh, money digitally, it. it's not the same as when you hand somebody cash. Oh, fuck yeah, I, I understand that. It feels better to hand cash over. Like it feels more real in that way. Whereas when you spend a bunch of money on a credit card, it's just kind of like, oh, all right, whatever. I spent my money. You don't feel like you did, though. Yeah, I spent my money. I spent my money. Yeah, you don't get the same sensation. You spent your money, but you didn't spend your money. No, we're not going to give you all the same set, the same set sometimes. Okay, so we got a 12 die. Is this That's the 20? 20? 20-sided 20. 20 20. die. It really is interesting, because I didn't know those were a thing. It's amazing to me that it rolls, function. it functions properly, you know? Can I give you a table record? Uh, no, we don't need it. <laughs> we don't need it. What is a table record for the people at home? Metal dice. Metal. Metal dice, like... Hold on, I actually had one that was right near my hand, and fucking it moved! I'm going out of shot! I feel it. Here, no, yeah, no. So how do, after, so how do we start? How do we start here? Well, I'm giving you your dice, that way you don't have to keep, that way I don't have to be like, Alright, roll the d10! What the fuck is a d10? Okay, well, I, I get it. This is my 20. That's my 6. One more. This is my 8. This is my what? 10? Uh, that's 12. 12. And these are what? These are D10s. Okay. And there's one more dice that I always can't seem to... What's that? That's a D4. Okay. In order from biggest to smallest. 20, 12... 10, but together they make 100, 8, 6, 4. All right. And, and these are all my dice. Yep, these are the dice that you would roll, and your DM may say, roll me and yin, yin, yin. Which, actually, you'll get to experience, which... What, doing what we are doing now is called a one-shot, so it's basically I'm giving you a brief introduction to the D&D game story. So with what you've told me... I want me, a cool one, though. I want a cool one-shot. Don't give me something basic. Give me no, something fuck. good. You want me to just throw you in with some guns or some... Sh no, I'm kidding. I want something good. That's all I'm... That's, you know... You yeah. know what I mean. I it, want it something... It takes a minute, but... Good. I don't know. I don't know how oh. this works. So, oh, trust me, my group would be looking at me like, "Hmm, what are you doing now, Michael? What the <laughs> fuck are you gonna do?" And I'd just be like, "Fuck y'all." Anyways, no. So it'd be the <clears throat> Fuambo just kind of just been laying in bed, just not wanting to get the fuck out of his bed. All right. Just tired. You've been. I think I've been poisoned. I, if I was Flamble, immediately, I think I've been poisoned. Yeah, just maybe thinking, <laughs> fuck, that fucking 
that thing I ate last night not doing so good. No, I'm Flambo. I think I've been poisoned. Immediately, I'm, the world's <laughs> out to get me. I think I've been poisoned. It was not what I ate. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you what Flambo would think. Oh, no, that's for you to know. I am not Flambo. Okay. But you I told me what Flambo was thinking. I can't. I can't, I can't that allow is, that. That is a style of thinking for the DM. That was like, <laughs> we'll give them like a base thing of what it is. Now, how you want to think of it afterwards, okay. that's you. But then right. if I'm wrong, you'd be like, fuck, I've been Wayne would never think it was something he uh, ate. He would think that it, someone poisoned him. If he if he ever feels unwell, it's the first place to then, all right, Then let me, let me amend that. Fine, <laughs> just thinks it's been a fucking fun poison. <laughs> it's a poison that's fucking with his head, just making him go tired. And it's just, God damn it. Now he's angry. Well, that anger just sits there and just... Nulls as your senses dim. You're in a black void. You can't see shit. can't feel nothing. And you just hear the voice. And then I woke up. Then I wake up, right? Oh, yep. That did that. Yeah. So your boss just kind of standing over you, just looking. What the hell are you doing? You were supposed to be on the streets 10 hours ago. What's my job? You're a fucking thief. What do you expect? Oh, oh, I'm doing it now. I'm sorry. I meant to be out there. I just, I fell asleep. Oh, fuck you fall asleep. You don't normally fall asleep, you little prick. Get out there. I'm sorry. I did not mean to. I will not do it again. Do not give me excuses. Get out there! All right, I'm on my way. You walk outside. Out into the morning air of the normal city. Just <laughs> bullshit. Just all the people running around. Just kind of... Doi-doi. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Carl. And you just... You get out there and you already hear, your, you hear a familiar voice. Female. Just kind of... Took you long enough? Are you ready to get out there? Yes. Good, can't have you slowing me down. After all, we're partners. I know, I remember that, of course. Of course I knew that. <laughs> right, so you remember that today is actually fucking important. Today is very important, of course, of course. Mm. What is today, then? Well, why don't you tell me if you know how important it is? Hmm. <laughs> it's the day we signed on for our jobs, Frambo. Oh, yes, oh, yes, very important indeed. Yes, yes. Now, now you actually need your character sheet. So All right, I do. got my character sheet ready. So what you're going to want to do is you want to... This voice is really not what I expected from Frambo. It just came out of me. Yeah, <laughs> if that's his voice, you can amend his voice. This is the first time you're ever moving him. I don't know, it works. I just don't know how long I can maintain it. <laughs> yeah. Now you want to swipe right on your screen, and you'd go into your skills. These are the skills that I'd be asking, like, roll a blank check. All right. Skills. I so, see skills. You want to scroll to you find perception, because I will say, make a perception check. Where? Okay. Now you take the d20. All right. And roll it out. I got an 11. Plus the plus number? Two. Two. Eight. 
two. Thirteen. Thirteen perception. Uh, uh, normally looking out on the street, you normally can find your easy marks already. People you can just kind of walk up to and just whoop, slip by, maybe knock them over if you're on normal strength for a gnome. Stronger than most people, of the pe- or most of the gnomes that would know you. Well, the sad part is, today your eyes are just not as good. Whatever was, whatever you were dreaming about before you got yelled at is still fucking with your head. That's not my fault. It's not your fault, but it's fucking with your head. So I can't, what I, what I miss, I'm, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yep. Now for... Now, there's character knowledge and player knowledge. What I tell you now is player knowledge. Okay. There would have been, like, two people you could have easily just thwopped over and your partner could have just robbed them. Well, I don't know that because yep. I didn't see them. Due to player, to character knowledge, he doesn't know it. Okay. He didn't see them. Okay. So, I don't see anything when we look around. And what, am I going with her to... Who, I'm talking to this lady still, right? Ah, uh, yep, your partner. Who is you can now now just getting a good look at her. Okay. Just a human woman standing way taller than you, just kinda of looks down at you, just Hmm. You remembered my eyes are up here? Yes, what do you expect? I am a rock gnome. Do you expect me to be able to look at you any other way? Yes, well I mean I am a dominatrix. Well, I'm a rock gnome, nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, that's that's cute. She gives you pats on the head. Don't touch me! Don't touch me ever mm. again. If you touch me ever again, I will destroy you and your family and oh. any offspring that you ever have. Do you understand me? Do never touch me. You say that and she just kind of looks at you. All of a sudden, just, you blink, she's gone. And a knife is at your throat. I think we both know who would die if we actually fought. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I did not mean it. I was just upset. Good boy. Pat, pat. Okay. All right. Yeah, see, this is the fun points of (laughs) D&D. Yeah, give me a character. I can fuck around with them. And just be like, hmm. All right. See, I didn't want to mess with her because I don't know how she she threatened me. She's your partner. You you would know more about her, but for right now, it's just... I know, but she touched me. I I have issues. I have issues. Flambo has issues, all right? <laughs> yep, and this is D&D. Right now, you're playing it. You're live. I'm glad my character is already really developing. I'm, <laughs> I'm really already becoming somebody. I just wait till the dragons. He's got anger issues. He's got, don't touch him. You know, he's very, he's high strung. <laughs> he's got a bit of a Napoleon complex. <laughs> Because one of the characters in my current campaign, they are literally a fairy. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. That would do it. They, but they're a masochist. Ah, uh, well. Fee uh, is a masochistic fucking fairy who is just like. Step on me. Oh, no, she's a female. She's like, step on me. Trust me. I'm t- small enough. You could break me in half. That's what I mean. She'd probably be into that. And then you have the, the Reaper, Grim, who is just like. I'm not around for this shit. Yeah. I am the most calm one of the group, but I'm also some partly the dumbest one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. And our current leader, kind of, is like Issa, who's. She's just the human that is a, is a wizard who's just like, I cannot deal with your shiza at the moment. 
There's a wizard lady? Oh, yeah, she's that. I that thought those player. were witches. Oh, yeah, no, that's you can consider them witches, wizards, but the class name is wizard. All right, all righty then. All righty then, well, where were we? Where were we? Uh, I don't know. Probably about to... I just got in a fight. She put the... Oh, you didn't even get into a fight. Well, she, she just... was threatening me, and now what are we... I don't know where we're oh, going. I don't know what her... puts her dagger away. She's my partner. I don't know. So I... Okay, do I have to ask her? Okay, wait. However you want to do this. It's, you... so I'm talking to her still, though. Yeah. If you're talking in your normal voice like this normally, or you just look at me and say, hey, DM, then you can talk as player and feel like, what can I do? So I say, hey, DM? Yeah, you can say, hey, DM, you can just be, or you can just, like, since you do a voice, you can just talk in normal voice and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I feel like the voice really tells you that I'm in character. That's why yeah. kind of why I went into it right away. Yeah. All right, so now I'm in character. Yep. I'm sorry about that, but listen, I need to know what the day's plan is. <sighs> I had a nap just recently, and I cannot remember you a thing. You uh, I did not mean to. I think I was poisoned. I think I was poisoned by someone yesterday. I'm not sure, but uh, it's very alarming to me. I can't figure it out. I haven't been feeling well. I think I was poisoned. Right. And that's my problem, how? Listen, I just cannot remember a thing. Can you tell me what we are doing today? (sighs) We're doing simple stakeouts, some people we can rob. All right. You remember your part, right? Yes, uh... The strength. Uh, no. Tell me my part. Oh, my God. You're the muscle. Yes, of course I am. Especially for shakedowns. I rely on you and that axe, which is way bigger than your body. My great axe. Yes, it's practically dragging on the ground. I've named it Bobby. Oh, my fucking God. You named it. I named it Bobby. That was its first kill. Listen, listen. Nope. No, don't be upset. I'm not upset. Don't laugh at me. I'm disappointed, if anything. Let's just go to the normal spot. We'll go, we'll go, we'll go to the fountain. You are making fun of me. First you touch me, and then you laugh at me. You want me to laugh at you, I can. It's really easy because of your short ego. All right, all right, let's just go. Let's just go. Right. Let's just go. So you two just kind of walk to your normal area, the park. The park area that has They the... don't get along very well. <laughs> no! <laughs> Trust me, these are the stupid things you find in D&D. You just kind of get a start of it going, and then you're just like, fuck. Does my character actually like them? Well, fuck it, no, how the way they're acting. Makes me wonder how their relationship's been up to this yeah. point. Trust me, you, you should wait. <laughs> Set. I know I'm giving you like a one-shot, but at the same time, this would also be a thing to definitely continue off-camera. Because that way you don't have to worry about... Because ex- I know entertaining everyone with this would be fine. It's just at the same time. Yet we, it's, there's more I can talk about D&D without doing the actual example. Like, I can explain combat. Like, I could pull out one of my characters and fight your character. Oh, now yeah, it. but you'd beat me. No, I level a random mm-hmm. one. No, but we could. We could, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're at a stakeout. No. But, yeah. No, then there's, like, characters, like, mild characters. Yeah. Like how I said, I have a gay woman. Okay. Oh, God, let's explain this. Uh, one of the campaigns I was in, that was after my first campaign that I was, like, committed into and had a character, I made a elven woman named Leah Planeswalker. 
She was the disciple of my first character, because the worlds were connected. <clears throat> she was a cleric who was just kind of shy. She was just like, I'm here, I serve God, and I make sure everyone stays alive. Um, please don't look at me. I'm just shy. And then you have, the, like, later she went through a personality change, because she's like, okay, I need you to take the most opposite of your person. What is opposite of them? Gay ass bitch, you ain't afraid to show it. Yeah. It's just like, uh, I, um, yes, queen. Yeah, she went from the I'm I'm okay to the you me upstairs five minutes. It'll be the most pleasurable time of your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's out there. Oh uh, yeah, trust me, it's it's weird because it's also like a guy playing the girl, so there's like <laughs> any females out there who are just like. This bitch offensive. I am apologizing now because it's like it's, it's how my view of the character works. Well, that's just what this character is. Yeah, it's completely opposite of my first one. My first one was a sharpshooter. His name was Varus, and it kind of just he was my normal voice, just more like this. And he became something called the God Wizard that was just basically fucking overpowered, which comes into the thing of homebrew of D and D. Homebrew allows you to just kind of put your own rules to the game. Like if I said, no, I don't want to call them perception checks. I want to call them seeing checks. Or if you sound to say like, I want to play a D&D game that's like Kingdom Hearts. But there's no keyblades. Fuck it, I'm making it. Right. You just write down the stats. You write down everything you make for it. And that's the, poof, look at that. I made a thing. Yeah, well, that's what's fun about it with the homebrew ones, right? Is that you're allowed oh, to yeah. do that? Dude, you could, you could have a campaign that's basically based off of a video game. Like, you could actually make a campaign based off of Kingdom Hearts. Or, as long as everybody's down. As long as, as, long as everyone's just like, yeah, fuck it. We'll play a D&D game of Kingdom Hearts. It's, <clears throat> it's beautiful. Some people might not know the rules of Kingdom Hearts, because that's its own, <laughs> it's got its own rule set. Oh, yeah, trust me, it's just one of those moments where it's just, you to, like, it has its own rules, are you putting it in D&D? That's my problem. Yeah. Don't, don't. Get a D&D boss, but a heartless version, you know? <clears throat> Not a oh, bad yeah. idea. Combine I mean, the two. Only can be damaged by one type of weapon, and that's the Keyblade? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, no, then there's, like, Games where you have everyone just following the rules, and it really depends on the group and okay. how your group wants to act. Yeah. Like, my, there's two people in my group who are astonishing with role play. They're like, we play our characters. That's Issa and Grimm, the, those two. They, like, they bounce off each other so well. And then I have one player who just kind of sits there. He's just like, I just follow them. Right. I I'm, I'm, I'm don't really want to take up much time. I don't really know what I want to do. And I, I don't mean to call him out like this because I'm going to tell... He's not a leader. No, I don't, and I don't mean to call him out like this because, honestly, I, I, he's probably going to listen to this one and be like, hey, I was on a podcast. Shit, let me <laughs> listen to it. You fucking bitch. <laughs> he's just telling the truth that you're just saying what it is. Yeah. You're just saying what it is. Trust me, I've had many things for him. I just, I had things like... I had a quest line. Yeah. That I can't give them now. Cause because their character just was glued to the side of another one. 
Mm, whose fault was that? It was his. He chose to just stick to the character. I was like, are you sure? Do you want to look around? You never know what you can find. And we like, if you play Dungeons & Dragons, you hear that phrase and you're just like, fuck, there's something here. But he didn't, he didn't do it. Nope. He didn't do it. Nope. Well, speaking of, I'm mid-campaign. <laughs> I'm mid-campaign. I want to know what's happening here. So we're uh, yeah. on our way. So you went to the, you go to the fountain and you just kind of sit there looking at your marks, looking at these people. The woman just kind of keeps looking out there, just looking at all of these people and just goes, you know, the easiest people to steal from are old people. One, they don't have the strength to fight you back if they cut you. And two, you can, if they put you on the stand, you can just call them crazy. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. The fact you said yes three times scares me. You said a lot of things. Remind me why we're partners. Anyways... I've always felt more from my life than just this bullshitting of just thievery. Oh, please, where are the old people? Where are the old people? I'll rub them now. Probably dead. Fucking six feet under for all I care. Okay, but it was your idea. If you're saying we should go for old people, I'm ready. I'm just saying it's the easiest to steal from. Besides, there's more interesting people out today. The Dean's out. Oh, the Dean. I mean, yeah, so especially of all of his jazz and... <sighs> I say we steal from the Dean himself. You want to fucking die? I won't. Treasure. He always has that ring on him. Do you want to literally corner him in an alley and try and fight him and his bodyguards? I don't want to fight anyone, stupid. I just want his ring. The ring sounds fine. Then how do you plan on getting it? Well, we're a team, aren't we? I came up with the idea. How about you I'm come up with the other part? I'm the slick fingers. You're the bronze. There we go. Okay, so you get the ring. I come in. I... <sighs> I'm the bodyguard. Do you remember how many bodyguards he has at one time? Well, that's why you are fast. Thirteen! You are fast. I'm not that fast. Listen, we need to do something interesting today, okay? Oh, what? Do you want to kill him? I heard a voice this morning. I heard a voice tell me something. I think I'm destined for something great. So, I think we should do something big today. Right. Remind me what drink you had last night. I'm I was poisoned. No. It has nothing to do with my dream. I'm... I... I highly doubt that, but okay. You don't know anything about me, do you? Do I really need to, or can I just read you like the fucking rock you are? You can't read rocks, stupid. I don't know why we're part of I don't know what we're partners. And this is why I wonder the same thing. Listen, are we robbing old people or are we robbing the Dean? Who are we robbing? I could be robbing you. Holds up your coin pouch. Listen, I need that. Uh, uh, thanks, y'all. you throw that money at me? Yes, I threw money at you. Do you think that's appropriate? I am a small gnome. 
You know what that is? Smaller dick? It's ableism. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, she done pops herself on, puts a shoulder on your axe as she has it off your back. What is up with you in threatening me? This isn't a threat. This is just me reminding you how easy it is to take things from you. I'm a rock. I'm a rock, for Pete's sake. And I can read rocks, like you. Here's your axe back. All right. At this moment in time, <laughs> what I want to do is I want to use my intimidation skill against You want to her. try to intimidate her? Yes. I'm upset with her because that was, that was uncalled for. You may certainly try. <laughs> you look at your stat. <laughs> Okay. Roll the d20. If you're committing to this roll, you roll against she me. This. She deserves this. Okay. <laughs> so it's nine plus five. I got a 14. What do you got? The fun part of being DM, I don't always have to say what I got. I can just describe it how, I, how it came. Okay. <laughs> Tell so me what you, happened. <laughs> you try to dig in your heels. You try to get into that. Big dick energy you know you have. And she just shuts you down. Oh! Just, no, we know how this goes. Do I need to remind you with the knife? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please, please. I, I just, I've been upset because my dream, my dream. You think you were poisoned and now you think you're having a dream. Are you high today? I'm sorry. Please just put me down. In what sense? Do you want me to kill you or do you want me to knock you out? I thought you were holding me. I'm very disoriented. No, I'm... Why would I touch you? You're right. Don't touch me. Right. Pats your head. Let's move. Where we go next? (laughs) (laughs) She kind of just walks around town. Are we robbing the Dean? I want to rob the Dean. You don't know. That's the fun part about these little things. Is you can say things, the DM can... What I'm technically doing right now is called a railroad. All right. As much that this is the hated thing. I'm pushing my story in a way that it doesn't go. Now, let's rewind a minute. Say, the minute you said rob the Dean, she just looked at you and went, Oh, fuck the hell yes. Let's fucking do it. You don't want me to rob the Dean. You don't want me to. Oh, no. That's if the, those are the two styles. You can either free flow with it. Yeah, but you don't want me to. I know. I don't give two shits. You can go fucking rob the Dean or not. You could even just... You can run butt-ass naked through the street. But you said you're railroading it. No, I was giving the example of railroading. Oh, okay. Now, legitimately, whatever the fuck you want to do, give it to me. I'll run it. No, no, no. We'll keep going. We'll keep going wherever we were going. I just, I just you know... Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to a location. You don't know. Okay. Give so me what's shit. happening next? You, because you told me we're just we're just walking around. <laughs> You're walking, and you swear you can catch things in your eyes, just kind of kids, teenagers, old person. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> what do you do? What do you want to do? Okay. So what I want to do is I want to use my great axe, and I'm gonna. Kill them and take their money. Okay. Uh, swipe <laughs> your screen one more, right? Actions. I need you to roll what is called a to hit. Okay. So you see that? So you'd roll the d20. 
12. Plus the hit. Great axe. It's going to yep. be plus 5. Plus so 5 to hit? 17. Oh, yeah, that fucking hit's an old lady. <laughs> now you see that die right there? Yeah. The D. The D. Yep. Roll that and then add the little thing to the end. Three plus five again? Wait, which one am I adding? This one. Oh, three. Three plus three is six. Yeah, you, you, you're chopping old woman in half. You're 17 just... plus six? Yeah. Oh, no. No, you just did six damage. Oh, She's what is the first one I rolled? What that is, is that? to hit. There's a thing if you... Oh, that means I definitely hit her. You see that? I didn't thing, miss. You see the thing called armor class? Uh-huh. If you roll under that, you don't hit it. Got it. Or, well, then when you roll... When you roll actually it, you kind of just look at it and you go, fuck, DM has to make a rule. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you cut the bitch in half. Your partner just kind of looks at you. What the fuck was that? I thought we were getting money. People around you are just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, that's a fucking murder! I've seen worse in my bedroom. <laughs> well, you know they're going to call the god. I'm getting the money and I'm running. I'm getting, I grab the money. Roll survival. I... So you go back survival. to skills. Yeah, you gotta loot the body. You gotta loot the two halves. Okay. That's 20. Tw- yep, that's 12. 12? No, no that, that was the 12. You had the 12 okay. in your hand. I was just saying that. 11. 11. You find a coin purse. You're not able to check it now. You'll check it later. Sweet. Gotta go. All right. Awesome. And I'm just, running away. Yeah, you're just kind of hearing behind you. Stop! You violated the law! Come back, you little fucker! Okay. And your part, your nurse kind of goes, We're not dealing with this shit! She kind of just grabs you, pulls you into the alley. Just a uh, hand over your mouth. Just kind of, shh, be quiet for a minute. <laughs> okay. I think one of them went down the alley. Oh, that'd be fucking stupid. Move on. Oh my fucking god. She saved me. I I can't. I gotta get. I gotta give her credit. She did save me there. She kind of just moves her hand off your mouth and just goes. Now, oh, what's in that purse? What do we get from murdering a woman? Do I? Okay, I open the purse. Yeah, you open the purse. One copper coin. Oh, Oh, you're fucking kidding me. This woman was not even worth it. Listen, she looked well endowed. Fair enough. Fair enough. Again, we can work with this. We can work with this. I eat the coin. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have moments like this where you just go wide-eyed. All right, you just gotta... What? What the fuck? Make a constitution saving throw. So you go over here. <laughs> you look at your saving throws. Look for con. Roll a d20. All right. <laughs> Five. You start choking. <laughs> Hang on. It was six plus one. Five plus you one. Look at this one down here. Oh, okay. You look for con. Five. Eight. Do I still choke? You're still choking. Ah. It's under 10. That does that. <laughs> right. like, and she's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. She kind of just... She doesn't hesitate. She just... Ah, Are you good? That was a wall. That was a big poof, too. 
You might even hear that on podcast. Shit, fuck. He did that before we started recording, too, guys. <laughs> that elbow's taking some hits. But okay, so she... She just... She's poof. really helping me out a lot she here. She punches you in the stomach, you just... Blah. The coin goes out? Yep, just kind of spit it out, just like... That's the sound I make. Ah, uh, sure. Okay. You done? Are you done? Yes, I'm sorry. It just looked... Delicious. You know what? You know what? She just pulls out a, a mirror, just kind of flips it open to look at herself. She just says, you are better than this. You are better than this. You are better than this. I eat the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Roll another con save. That shit is, that's worse. I'm telling you, this guy's got issues. All right. Here that he does. <laughs> no shit. We're developing more issues as we go on. Like, he eats things. This is our Help new thing. He eats things. me. 12. All right, not Plus. bad. 15. I rolled a 15. Do you, I... you break the glass up. It, it, it is going to do some damage to you, but you are able to swallow it. So here, <laughs> here's what happens. I, now I roll to hurt you. You take three points of Slashing damage, so you'd go here. <laughs> you'd go there. Now lose three health. Yeah, you lose three health. I'm at ten instead of thirteen. Yeah, I get damage. There you go. Now we'll just say that there. She's gonna look. Are you not impressed? I ate glass. That was my grandmother's meal. I'm sorry. I have a lot of charisma. Believe me when I say it. What is to stop me from not murdering your ass right now and selling your organs on the black fucking market? I'm a rock. Good luck picking them out. You do know you have flesh. Rock gnome is just more of your environment. I knew that. Listen, I did not sleep well last night. Forgive me. Murder is something more and more appealing. I burp, and a little bit of glass comes out. That was actually a moment where I'm going to see if she actually just fucking just... <laughs> yep, no, she just... Bump on the head. No! Knocks you out. Just, Do I lose health? No, you're just knocked out. <sighs> you, you come consciousness to, like... Six, she doesn't like me. Six, maybe seven hours later, you come consciousness. Just, uh Okay, I'm back up. I'm I'm up. I'm thriving. Yeah. You look around. It's nighttime. Is she? Did she ditch me? Oh yeah, she ditched you. She bump and walk. Did she and, leave the coin? Oh, she left the coin. She also left a note saying, "You owe me fifty gold." No, I'm not paying her. I'm not paying her. All right. You can choose that. <laughs> Just remember, your actions will have consequences. I don't care. I'm not paying her. I, w- I didn't mean to eat it. I just did. <laughs> I, as a DM, I, as a player, I love that response. As a DM, I have to frown upon it. <laughs> that's the fun part. Uh, that's what I love about d It's just, I know I'm about to side roll again. Just kind of fucking go off the rails again. 
But it's like these moments in D and D you kind of live for. You live for the shenanigans. I'm having a great time over here. Oh yeah, trust me. I'd love to turn this into more. And honestly, off camera on that, I'd love to do more of this. Hey, I'm telling you, invite me to one of these campaigns. I'm a Kiamba bring Fuambo. <laughs> I'll let you be a guest in it, and I'll, it's just, you know, it's my group that I have now is just, we're special. Yeah, Fuambo's going to have some trouble interacting with people, especially if he's going to need to have teammates. He's going to have a lot of, uh, he's going to have a hard time, because it's, it's oh, obviously like it's against Issa. his character traits yeah, to have friends. Especially if one of the characters I, I already know, and I will explain more off camera, because I know if they listen to this, they're going to be like, why the fuck did you say that about my character if they're going to be a guest? Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, fuck you, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, I lo- yeah, these moments are great. I agree. This yeah. is what I've been waiting for. So, Fuambo is alone, I right? Alone. On that night. That you know of. But I have perception. Perception you check. Can? Perception check. Yeah, you call it. Let's roll it, roll it. 19, let's go. Plus. Let's go. 19 plus 2. 21. 21, that's That's really almost high. as good as it gets. Yeah, you kind of just, you know, your eyes are just for a minute. Your dark vision comes into effect. You're not alone. Oh, I had dark vision, right? Yeah, you're not alone. There's like six people in robes, all with a mask, staring, not speaking, just watching. Okay. Um, I want to go. I want to leave. I got to get out of there. I'm gone. No, I'm bad. Bad, bad. You wired to walk towards an exit. Two of the men walk over, block the exit. Hello, who are you? That is none of your concern. Intimidate. Go ahead. You may certainly try. <laughs> what are all twenty? Yep. Seventeen. Plus. Where are we? Oh, uh, five. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. You, you give your symmetry, you kind of just make, you get your axe out even. You kind of just bash it almost where it would cut you. Like no hate, no fear, just foof, foof, missing your face. Just because of the poof. They just stand there. No. One you can definitely feel is afraid. Okay. All right. The others don't seem don't seem intimidated. What is wrong with you people? Are you what I saw in my dream? The perfect vessel for the ritual. I'm going to attack one of them. The one that was scared. All right. That would be more behind you, so you can go ahead and turn around, take your axe. What am I rolling? D20. Always a D20. If I say roll to hit, you roll a D20. 17. Hey. And the great axe plus five. Yeah, so that definitely Do hits. I wield the hand axe just together? Mm, you can. That's two up in fighting, but you right now you're having a two-handed axe in your hand. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do the great axe. Yeah, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 22 yeah, that definitely again. hits, so damage. 
which is the D12. Right. Yes. Is it 12 or is it the... 12. Oh, right. It is a 12. Two. Two plus five. three, so five damage. All right. And with that, you're engaging in combat. Uh-oh. They are not dead. Oh, my God. No. Now, there's a thing up here <laughs> called initiative. Okay. When a DM says, roll initiative, you roll the D20. All right. And that is now combat. That's your turn order. This one's I don't know if I should have fought these Who's guys. Who's going first? So go and roll initiative. 11. Yeah, you're going second. So all of these guys are going as a group. They only get, like, three attacks, but... Yeah. One of them kind of draws out scimitars. The other kind of brings out these vorpal blade-looking swords. And another just pulls a staff off their back. Oh, God. <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Yeah, welcome to what every D&D character asks themselves, or D&D player asks themselves, when they do it something like this. They're just like, ah, fuck it, uh, attack! Roll initiative. Oh, fuck. The turtle grows a cannon on its back. Oh, shit! Yeah, I messed up. I messed up bad. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, that's... This is not good. Yeah, and running on the fumes I have for D&D, that, that, that's the best I got is I can threaten you right now. It's Like I said, m- more off camera, I will do more, and hell, if you want to just record more of this, I'll be game. I just can't keep giving you more of the story that I need to get more time to prepare. Oh, I know. Yeah. For the, for the record, I asked him to do this today. He did not have any time for preparation for this. Nope. So, this this, is, I think this is improv. <laughs> this coffin thing, which for those uh, watching on video, he's got a he's got a little coffin thing in his hands. And the coffin joke dance, I did. I made the joke. I did the funny. Haha. What's the coffin joke? I don't know what that coffin joke. Oh, you're talking about the one where they hold the coffin and the yeah, the pallbearers that dance. Yeah, I know the one. Now, this. That's nothing. There's a vampire. There's my, a vampire in there. This is my current D and D group's note list. This is like everything for my game, plus even my notebook if I need. Ooh, we have resources. Yep, I have my resources that I have always in my little uh, my coffin. And if anyone that that ever in my games comes over and tries to look through my coffin. I make their character fight this immediately. Because mm. on the back is a stats sheet for it. And I'm guessing he is tough. He's a challenge rating 15. He's a vampire. And He's one of the vampires. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm I a- ain't scared of no ghost. I ain't scared of no fucking mm. boot. Boop a little fucking bloodsucker. I'm a rock goblin, okay? You're a rock gnome, not a I'm goblin. A rock gnome. Goblin is actually a race when you pay for it. Where'd all my dice go? I put them in here. I'm going to put these down for a second because, like I said, I don't got more for you. This fight, I don't have anything prepared. Oh, it's over? Yeah, this is the best I can give you for now. That's like a Netflix episode that like ends on a cliffhanger, and now we have to wait till the next episode. Oh, yeah. Plus, plus trust me, that means it gives you more hooked and more right, more into you. I want to do this again. This is more of the... We better finish the story because <laughs> I have to hit, hit up my teammate, my 
my partner and say, hey, you left me to die? There were these you magic people out there? bitch! Yeah, like, I get that I'm not that cool to you, but, like, you left me to die. I mean, trust me, also, I got, like... For resources, you can make your own maps. Like, this is a map of a dungeon battle that I actually did. I just took a bunch of papers and I kind of strung them all together. And made this behemoth. Whoa, that's a dungeon? Ah, uh, this is a battle map. Not the entire dungeon, it's... Battle map for where? Uh, one of the dungeons I had. Oh, so it's a dungeons okay. battle map. Yeah, there's lots of things for D&D &D that you can have that just... Enhance the experience. You got your dice, you got the... You got more books that give you more spells, classes, that jazz. They look like they're having a lot of fun in that yeah, cover. Yeah, this is, this is Strixhaven. Strixhaven. And that's for spells? Uh, actually, a whole campaign book. It looks like it'd be magic. Yeah, it's actually it's Magic the Gathering. Oh, well, you were telling me about that, about how Magic the Gathering has a like connection. A it's the same company, but, like, they're doing yep. stuff with Magic the Gathering and D&D, &D, like, they're mm -hmm. combining them. That must be what this is, then? Yep, that's Strixhaven, one of the few books of it. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Bunch of stuff in here, too. Yep, new rules for the game, how you want to play it. It even has maps for the DM. Oh, hey, that Dean we were talking about. When he's defeated... Oh, that's not the Dean I was talking about. Oh, there's different Deans? Oh, yeah, I made that Dean up. Oh. I Everything I just him. did with you and I, is not in any book. It's It could be maybe in a book, but there is no woman who can just disappear from your sight. There is no bullshittery like that. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Flambo's origins should be mysterious. Flambo. They should be unique. Fumbo is going to be a fun one. That that Fumbo is, again, he's like got a lot of issues. He shouldn't have eaten the mirror. But, you know. <laughs> no, no, you should not. No, you, you didn't see that one coming, I bet. No. Those are literally the moments that are you're just like, fuck. Yeah. I just felt like eating it. I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah. It just felt right. Fumbo yeah. was hungry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you. I've had weirder things. One of my characters literally ate hearts out of people. I mean. Man's gotta eat what a man's gotta eat. Oh yeah. Especially when it's a part of a fucking cult. What are you gonna do? What do you do? Sometimes I get a little bit hungry. What are you gonna do? Murder your cult leader? If that's <laughs> if that's what the story calls for. If that's where we are, that's where we are. That's the magic of D&D, boys and girls. Yeah. It's the magic of D&D. Sometimes stuff just has to happen. Yeah. Sometimes we have to do things we can't do in the real world. It's almost like the origins of video games to me. Like, a lot of... Like, uh, that's why I've recommended Dark Souls to you earlier, because the rules of D&D kind of remind me of the rules of a Dark Souls game, especially the <laughs> way you build up your stats. I mean, it really still it follows those same rules that are set forth in games like this yeah where you level up and you can put one stat point in this area and you i mean you don't roll them but there's classes that determine your stats so yeah. it's very similar in a lot of ways a lot of role-playing games are like that 
Um, like it's the, kind of the or I imagine it is <laughs> one of the real origins of role playing games. Yeah, it is literally. They actually says on the book for the world's greatest role playing game. This is the you literally say role playing game and you're like D and D. Yeah. And then you have like other games where you're like Final Fantasy. You have Kingdom Hearts. You have MMORPGs. You have all these sh- this shit. That is just beautiful. Yeah. And it was all either based off of or they just tried to emulate a game that was played on table. Yeah. They they took what was working with that game and they made that digital, like in a 3D world, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's so cool about those games is like... It's the same principles, and when done well, you get the same sense of freedom almost even. Yeah. Uh, I didn't play... What's the game? It's... See, I never had a Switch either, so a lot of those... Nintendo is really good at making their own unique games, and (laughs) I will say that. Like, if there's anything Nintendo does right, it's... They carry that torch of making unique games properly, like actual platformers that are actually engaging. Mario! Yeah, Mario, and what is the Zelda game that just came out? The newest one? The open world one. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. No, is that the new one? Yeah, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I never played that, and it looks really fun. And as a person that's actually played it, it's it's an interesting game. Is it? I mean, it just looks like it has a, it's It looks like it's its own game, at least. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. It's more just the problem of... You remember how you had weapons that you're just like, man, Link keeps just abusing this thing. How is it not broken? Oh, yeah. Yeah, weapons now break. Yeah. So does shields and bows. Well, I never know how I feel about that in games, just because it's, it's, it's a layer of difficulty, and it makes you have to pick up new weapons, but at the same time, it adds a sense of tediousness to the game. Like, oh, yeah. do I really want that? Is that really going to make it more fun, or is that just going to complicate things? More than likely, just more complications. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I don't even know if it's necessary. Yeah. What are some, because I know that we... We're trying to come up with topics other than D&D, and I know this is a good one, because you told me you know a lot of games. What are oh, some yeah. games that you really enjoyed quite a bit? Hmm. Well, let's, let's pick a genre. Let's pick a game type and actually run with that for a second. All right. Like, uh, let's start with Shooter. I played Apex Legends for a bit with my friends, and... I like the game. It's good. I like good battle royales, but then you have, like, Call of Duty that you're just like, Warzone, and you have just, like, the gong game, all that jazz. Yeah. But then you just kind of look at it and you go, but at the same time, though, you never can go wrong with a bot game of COD. Even if it's against veterans, like, you're getting your ass handed to you by the goddamn game, or you just... Play by yourself and put them on recruit and just have some fun messing around with guns that you never know that you know you'll never get online because god damn it you can't do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while, especially with some of those requirements, especially on some of those games because different games are <laughs> have different amounts of ridiculousness. The Call of Duty games are notorious for 
having varying levels of quality. Prestige. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, just so many things. So many things. Uh, yeah. Like, different things. Some of the games did the loot box nonsense. Some of the games, I mean, the most recent one is a great example of them just dropping the ball on zombies. Uh, just stuff like that, where it's like, you know, there's clearly a lack. They don't have enough time to make the games. But Call of Duty is a shining turd, in my opinion. <laughs> there's so much to be to be found there. Like, it still glistens in a way, but yet oh, yeah. it is still a turd. And I wish that they could change it. I wish it could be better. But just the current format of how they make the games is cursed. It's cursed. You can't make a good You're, Call of Duty within a year. They basically just slap. And that's actually why I'm kind of glad that they now put a new announcement out that they're not following a yearly release. Really? They're going to work on this next one. Are you serious? Yeah. I wonder if that's because they, it was, like, buggy or if they're actually doing it well, because of... Mm. I don't know, because it's going to be Modern Warfare 2. It it's m- going to be the follow-up to Modern Warfare. That or it might be another Black Ops because no Black Ops. No, because the release pattern. It was Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and then it was Sledgehammer who just did the last one. What is it? Vanguard? They just uh, did Vanguard. Vanguard. Which Vanguard was even worse than Black Ops, <laughs> which is amazing. Like, Vanguard was worse than Cold War. And so now... It's hopefully going to be Modern Warfare 2. And Modern Warfare, in my eyes, was the last good one. Yeah, it's... I, now that I've beaten both story modes, I, I, I liked it. It was I, fun. Honestly, I'm not even... Ta- I'm just talking the multiplayer. Oh, yeah, multiplayer, definitely. It's the... Most people just love that shipment. It's what created the Warzone engine. You wouldn't have Warzone without the Modern Warfare engine because that was a whole new engine they made for that game. Yeah. That's why Vanguard at least has okay gameplay because they did the Van the War blah, they did the Modern Warfare engine instead of the Cold War nonsense because that was yeah. why Cold War felt a little more arcadey to everybody because it was more arcadey because Treyarch it just makes more arcadey gameplay. Yeah, and I mean they just kind of. Sloppy, copied and pasted old games, and they're just like, hey, we remember Black Ops 2. What do we like about it? We're going to try to put it back. I saw that coming from a mile away. I, as soon as I saw the first gameplay, I knew it was not going to be anything worth be, getting excited for. And I had friends who were saying, like, oh, well, when that game comes out, we're going to switch to that. Because I was playing Modern Warfare with friends when that was the new one, but they did not switch to Cold War because they, they bought it, they didn't like it, and they stuck to Modern Warfare. So, and that's how it's been for years. The numbers so hopefully, what's the, yeah. The numbers missing. What do they mean? <laughs> so Modern Warfare 2 hopefully really does carry that forward because yeah. I like the Call of Duty games. They're addictive for good reason. Oh, fuck yeah. They're fun. Uh-huh. Especially I've been playing on PC... And ever since I did that, I feel like I have a lot more proficiency in the game. Yeah. And that's fun. Well, yeah, because you actually have... <clears throat> the big debate of the console wars is the aim assist. Oh, well... Honestly, I'm glad people on PC have more precision aiming. I, I congratulate them. And honestly, if I do kind of... If people want to just say, like, aim assist, I'm like, yeah, I kind of ride on aim assist. Because, dead honest, it's hard to aim with those controllers. Yeah, but aiming with a mouse isn't just something you can pick up and do. No, no, that takes, like, you see people playing that game, Osu, it's just like those big circles, and you just go, 
Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck? And people can get really good with controllers. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple. It's like my main fighting game, Smash Brothers. I'm I'm good at that. I I don't understand how the shit I do translates to the controller. <laughs> you just fight off instinct. But then you see the like pros who are just like I don't even want to describe fighting They're one. They're pros. I I fought one. I I did good. Yeah. But god damn it, he beat my ass. Yeah. I Smash is a whole other story. Again, I have not had the only Nintendo console I had was a Wii. And I never, I guess I had a GameCube a long, long time ago, but didn't really play it. So the Wii, I really wish I would have played Smash on there because Smash, man, Brawl? it's a great series. And the new one, the new one, not Brawl, but um, Ultimate. Ultimate. Oh, what a great game! And I just never really got to experience. Well, it. I have the game. I have the Switch. I should have, I have told them to bring it. I should have told them to bring the Switch. Just play it in the fucking background. Just like... Just so I could play. Just because <laughs> I really do. Like, Smash is one of the games... It's probably the game on Switch that really I want to try. Because like I was saying, Nintendo is the only company that... At least, like, gaming company that really actually innovates with their console in that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, even this Smash Bros, they did something unheard of. They had DLC. Yeah, well, they actually know this. That, that was Sora. Sora is in Kingdom Hearts. That, or not Kingdom Hearts. Smash. Smash. That blew my. Of course, it's meant to blow everybody's mind. But he was begged for. Wow. He was begged. That trailer too, man. Like it. Oh. It it made a lot of people happy, and I will admit, the day he came out, my my wallet, my wallet said, "Oh look, there's six dollars gone." They even had different outfits for them. Yeah, each character has a skin that sometimes represents what they had in the game. Like, Sora has his KH1 look, KH2, and KH3 look. And then he has different versions of that. Like, he has KH1 Toon Sora from Kingdom Hearts 2. And then you have Wisdom, Valor form, and Master form. It'd be cool if they came with different attacks. That would be really cool. No, unfortunately, now. the move set is always set for the character, but Sora definitely has his uh, hmm, moments. I haven't played as him. Oh, I, yeah, he is the most floaty boy. Oh. Uh, Literally, you think that's dead. Next thing you know, he's back on the stage. And you're like, what the fuck? Hey, that's like KH2, though, isn't it? Oh, KH2 is just. Oh no, we're talking Dream Drop Distance there. Dream Drop uh, Distance was bullshit. I never really. That's the one I started playing and I never got too far into it. But it just blows my mind. That's like a full on game. I started getting into it. I was like, whoa, like, this is a big piece of content I missed. That's yeah. how a lot of Kingdom Hearts is. They just stuff so much of it into the side content that you don't even realize it's not yeah. side content. Yeah, you play Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 1 or 2, and you're just like, oh, well, there's a story, and the next thing you know, you play 3, and you're like, now we must talk about the Dream Eaters. What the fuck are <sighs> Dream Eaters? That's what makes it so tough for people. Okay, they... So now we're getting into Kingdom Hearts. Good. Because <laughs> I want... You're one of the only people I can really talk to this about. With Kingdom Hearts 3... They really did not make it easy for people who miss. And I'm not, I followed it well enough, I guess. But they still, if you did not understand that it wasn't just KH1, 2, 3, you're going to be so lost for so much of the story. And the way that they structure the story, 
you might kind of know what's going on until you finish all the Disney worlds. And then it just completely confuses you. You know? Yeah. Like, it hits you all at once. You, you do the Disney World, and you're just like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. And then, like, hint at some other shit that was done. And you're just yeah, like, you're just like, who are these? And it's funny, because it follows the trope of Organization 13 is popping up and saying nothing. Like, and it's almost intentional the way they do it. But that's, like, the little taste of it you get. So, like, each world, you're like, all right, that was cool. Woody had a moment. Yeah, and then <laughs> Woody's JoJo reference just... <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, now, there even as the game's like, you get the stupid message of from, like, Recoded. Kingdom Hearts Recoded. That one's an interesting one. That game can burn in hell. I don't... Was that... What was that? What console? Uh, DS. And did they... They only remade the cutscenes, right? They only did cutscenes. So the game... I actually have the game, and... It's not good. It burns in hell. I have, I have never seen gameplay, I don't even think. Well, it, it's not hard to look up and find. It's just my opinion of the game is... It's KH1, but the storyline's fucked. It's, it's basically just a recap of Kingdom Hearts 1, and then oh. all of a sudden, hey, Roxas! That's where Datasora came from, too. Yeah, that is Datasora. The origins of Datasora. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's... Mm, that's you, the Matrix jokes. Funny how Datasaur comes back in Cage 3 for DLC. Spoilers, I guess. Spoilers, sorry. Fuck. That was a spoiler, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't know that even. You didn't know I that? Didn't re- I didn't know. I don't know much about the DLC. I know the main storyline of everything. I don't know the DLC, and I even know it's the game. It's not really after. a spoiler, because you don't know much of what... You don't really know. No, Sora's just... Sora's fucked in general. He has three people technically inside of him. And then he doesn't even know about. Then he gets Kyrie inside of his ass. And I can go on. I literally can recite the Kyrie's entire... Kyrie's getting inside of his what now? Kyrie's <laughs> been inside of him. <laughs> I, not, I feel... Not, <laughs> I feel like uh, Sora's got a lot to deal with especially for somebody his age he hasn't really gotten it he's he never even got dinner he never even got that, dinner. That, that fucking shit is dust i hope his mom's okay <sighs> i thought we'd get closure on that for cage three honestly the topic of sora's mom is just awkward you just kind of look at it and you go what that's now and technically destroyed and only certain people like Waka isn't back in Cage 2. Neither is Titus. They're gone. There's only one ba- one there, and it's Sophie. And you're just kind of like, okay. And then just like, she's the only survivor from Destiny Island you see. Yeah. So you're kind of just like, did everyone that was on Destiny Island or near Destiny Island that was important just die? Not necessarily. They might just be off camera. Oh, yeah, more than likely, because it's Disney, they're going to say, no, they're not dead, until you get actual proof. It's not a bug, it's a feature. Oh, fuck, yeah. Because then you have, like, um, I don't know if I should say this, but, you know, if anyone even knows Kingdom Hearts and we're talking about it, or they don't even know it and they want to get into it, they're going to figure this out so fast. It's, it, it hurts. What does? Like, the Heartless situation, how everything with the Heartless... Or even the fucking unversed, the unknowns, the, the nobodies, everything. Just the situation between all those. You have 
You lost your heart, but it was dark. You lost your, you lost your heart, but you also killed your heartless, so now there's a nobody out there when you split your heart. What's an unversed? Bitch, I'm angry. Then you have the dream eaters who are just like, ah, uh, weird dreams or nightmares. And then you're just like, you have the enemies. And then you have the heart situation. Light versus dark. And you're just like, okay, this is all fine. This is light. And you're like, this guy is complete darkness. And you're just like, then you have the in between. You just kind of look at Roxas. He's just like, I don't give two fucking shits. He's the most emo out of the group. He used to be more emo. I didn't notice till I saw a YouTube video point that out. In Cage 3, he wasn't as emo as Cage no, 1 No, he was... If you played three... If you played 325 and a half days, that was Roxas's origin story. That's like Roxas, Roxas in Organization 13 and when he left. Yeah. I, we, we say Roxas. I, I was thinking Riku... Oh, Riku, too. Fucking Riku is just one of those boys. You're just like, God damn it. Yeah. Roxas, though, he's got his own kind of spark to him, I would say. Roxas is definitely a fan favorite. He's Sora's nobody. Yeah. He is that character that wasn't supposed to exist in the game, but he did. It's just confusing when he looks exactly like Ventus. (laughs) Well, because when Sora locked his heart, and his heart technically became a heartless... It wasn't just Sora's heart he was doing. He did and made the nobody of basically Ventus as well. Oh, right, and that's why it looked like Ventus. Yeah, because Ventus was inside of Sora. Ventus also looks like Sora with blonde hair. Blonde hair, hair up, and actually just has a good fashion sense and not big-ass shoes. That's so confusing. Yeah, it's the the storyline if you actually if you miss one part of it or you don't look hard enough. But that's what I mean by when you don't give the proper context in the story, like for KH3, so many people are just gonna see that and be like, Wait, Wes and Woody are in the game? Well, not even that. They're gonna see two people who look exactly the same and they'll be like, Oh like because they don't know who Roxas and Ventus are. Like they're which which one's the- which? Who's the motherfucker holding the key the key backwards? That's Ventus. And the one that has two? That's I guess that's Roxas. true. That's true. Roxas is the only cool dude who can dual wield. I mean, Sora. I don't even think Sora... Does he, does he do it in KH3? I don't think so. Uh, no, he doesn't dual wield. It's... But KH2 he did. Dream worlds for KH4. If you could have... If you could pick some worlds for them to do... What are some that you would pick? I kind of, personally, now that they have more story for this, I want to see them bring back the Final Fantasy characters. So, like, Hollow Bastion has to come back. Okay. Hollow Bastion or Traverse Town, because Traverse Town's dead. It's now Twilight Town. After KH1, just Traverse Town just disappeared. But you can bring it back. Yeah, you can, like, Dream Drop Distance. They brought it back a little bit, and it's like the... Ah! I think it would be very cool if they brought back Traverse Town for KH4. Yeah, it would be nice because then it would be the... Everyone just kind of goes between Hollow Bastion and Traverse Town. If they properly made it a hub world. Because the problem with Twilight Town in KH3 was that it didn't really feel that important. Like, why... You're just here for a mission. You're just here for a second and then you're gone. Yeah. 
And that's just not a way to do that. Like, you want to, it should be like in Cage 2, where Hollow Bastion felt like somewhere important. You have to go back there over and over. Yeah. And every time it's it story related. Same also with, uh, that actually happened with Twilight Town then. Twilight Town had a better map and it had more of in a. In Cage 2. Well, yeah, in Cage 2. Yeah. Yeah. Because the map was better and they had a better story. Yep. It actually had a story. <laughs> I guess it has somewhat of a story in Cage 3, but it just doesn't really f- match yeah. with the rest of it. I think that um, that's a good choice. That's a good, you said Hollow Bastion then? Yeah, Hollow or, Bastion. Or Traverse Town. Hollow Bastion and Traverse Town in general. Those both should show up. But I would say Hollow Bastion especially. It's almost a shame it doesn't pop up in Cage yeah. 3. Like, are you kidding me? How? Every How? game in, it. It's even in the story. Every game had it, I believe. No. Well, yeah. Every main game, at least, for sure, because you had in the first game, it wasn't Hollow Bat or it was Hollow Bastion, then yeah. it was Radiant Garden, and then... Oh, no, Radiant Garden was actually... Actually, Radiant Garden is a different place. No, it's the same place. Radiant Garden is Hollow Bastion. Ah, fuck. Now we're, gonna, now we're getting into this. <laughs> it is. It's just Hollow Bastion was on Radiant Garden, and then Radiant Garden's the restored version of Hollow Bastion. That's why the castle's still there. Yeah. Right? I, I think so. No, 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 actually, it was different. Hollow Bastion and Radiant Garden were two different places. Hollow Bastion's were some research was also considered, but Radiant Garden... Radiant Guardian's a special place. No. Because, like, in Union Cross, the phone game, that's where your character woke up. That was the tra- first Traverse Town. Radiant Garden. Yeah, Radiant Garden. It wasn't Hollow Bastion back then because it didn't... It, it, was, it was Radiant Garden before it was turned into Hollow Bastion, before KH1, and then it was restored into Radiant Garden. Well, Radiant Garden... I, I need to do back into my research for I'm that. pretty sure I'm right, man. I, I think you are. That's my thing. It's just, that's why I'm like, I need to go back But that's it. why you were right when you said that it's in each game. Because it would be in KH1 as Hollow Bastion, then it was in KH2 as Radiant Garden. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but worlds. What about like Disney worlds? Pixar worlds? You got any mm. I- ideas? I'm thinking Moana for sure. Ah, uh, Moana would definitely be an interesting Inside point. Out's possible. That, no, Inside Out's not going to happen. No? No, because that one's dealing with more of the subconscious, and when you put Sora and them into that, that's going to be not a good situation. It'd be a hard one to do. Yeah. No, like, if they did, like, something like Encanto, which is going to be the weirdest one. I don't know that movie very well. Can you give me a basic plot rundown? Just uh, real quick. Encanto, Gifts, Spanish, Bruno, we don't talk about him. Okay, but what happens? Like, what's the basic uh, plot of the There's a character like Mirabelle. She doesn't have any gifts like her rest of her family. Uh-huh. The rest of her family is like, super strength. I can make flowers grow. I see the fucking future. We don't Ooh, talk about Bruno. She'd be a good party member. Nope, she doesn't get anything. Uh-huh. She's giftless. Uh-huh. And so when the house starts to break, because it's a magical house, because they think the magic's dying, they think it's because of her, because of a vision from Bruno, which, again, which is literally the joke, we don't talk about Bruno. Oh, no. That, the rest of it, I would love to say it. But it's spoilers. It. Yeah, it's spoilers. And okay. I don't know how many people you, on your thing watched actually Disney. No, I wouldn't even want to know because I might want to watch the movie. I like a good Disney movie. And, I, and Pixar usually hits it out the park. Pixar is usually good. Okay, Encanto. That's a good choice. Even yeah. though I haven't seen it. Even though I haven't seen it. Um, all right. And then let me think here of another Disney movie that would be good for... There's, there's still a couple. Oh, what's that one that everybody, the boat in the sky, the boat in space. 
You know what I'm talking Treasure about? Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Everybody says that'd be a good one. Treasure Planet would be a fun one. It's it's also still one of those that you just kind of look at it and it's, well, fuck. Why? It just, that would fit perfect. You got the gummy ship. You could just fly right up to it. Yeah, it would be the one time that the gummy ship could stay. Right, you actually have it there. <laughs> but then it's also that you know they'd have the mini game of that sailing section. That would not be fun. No. They usually don't, especially with KH3, they did not do the best with the mini games. The mini games were shit. Which is sad. Which is sad. KH2 did okay. But it's really just the combat's where it's at. Yeah. Why are you even trying to do many? You don't have to do that. We don't need it. Ultimate weapon. Give us ult- Give us crazy bosses. Give us a really big challenge. You know how you know that's what we want? Because look at how everybody responded to the DLC, which you didn't play yet, which is crazy. You really should remind. You yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to play it. It's almost essential for KH3. It gives a lot of... like. Really, it's not Remind. It's the part that comes after that. Remind's got a couple good spots, but the part that comes after with um, the super bosses, which you don't know who they are. I wish I did, and I will have to. I'm find amazed out. it hasn't been spoiled for you, though. No, every time I hear about Remind, I just kind of immediately just close an app or whatever I'm working with. Good for you. But yeah, the super bosses are. Interesting. I'll say that much. And they're actually, that's what, that's another thing KH3 lacked in the base game was super bosses. <laughs> it just didn't have them. You know what I mean? You didn't have the wandering stranger who was the, who was just fucking Terra, who's an asshole. Lingering Will, dog. Oh, lingering Will, that's what Lingering Will, which is, which was, in my opinion, one of the OG bosses in KH2. If you beat him, you were literally God. I remember back in the day when that was when, you were, when I was a kid, and you couldn't get your hands on the Japanese version very well. Oh no, you couldn't. So we didn't have Final Mix. We didn't even have that boss. You would just see clips of people fighting Lingering Will, and you'd be like, "Whoa, what? The what? fuck is that? Harder than Sephiroth? Are you serious? <laughs> like for real?" <laughs> Yeah, he's got Sephiroth's his own, his own. He he elicits a different level of fear out of me. But I remember the first time I beat him as a kid, and I like jumped out of the chair and I started. I got so excited. Yeah. Then, have, do you know the Final Fantasy where he comes from? No. Final uh, Fantasy. Oh. I know he did some bad oh, things. Oh no. I know he hurt Cloud's no, no. feelings. But I don't know. Oh, he didn't just hurt. No spoilers. Feelings. No spoilers. No spoil because they're remastering those games now, so now it's actually it cha- it's a new it's spoiler. Changing. They're it's, changing that part. It's slightly. They changed. wouldn't change that. It's the problem is it's like through clips that we're looking at like now it's like there's possible evidence that they might have fucked with that. Hopefully not. Now the original game, the original game just makes you question your life because you have a certain item that you want to use on a in a certain moment, and you're just like, oh, this is how it normally works. Why is it not working now? Oh, no. He's playing mind games with you. Playing tricks well, on you. I, I, if I don't say the character's name, it's not a bad thing. There's the item called Phoenix Downs in Final Fantasy. They are revival items. If you go down, or like the character dies, goes to zero HP, you revive them. 
something happens in Final Fantasy VII. And you're just like, oh, I could probably just, after this, once I get out of this cutscene in this area, I can just use a phoenix down. It's fine. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You don't even get the chance or the option to. So it screws you. Oh, yeah, and it, it's made some people that were like, I don't cry at video games. Back in the day, they just grown men shed tears That's for this evil. scene. That's evil. Oh, I, I know. I know what scene you're talking about, but I'm not going to say what it is. I, I know what it is. Um, it's sad. I, I forget you. I could... Nah, no, that, that's after Let's Rouse. just say there's a reason that Sephiroth and Cloud hate each other oh, in the fuck Kingdom yeah. Hearts games. There's a reason. There's definitely a reason. It's not without base. There's a, there's, it starts, it comes from somewhere. Oh, yeah. And this isn't just Cloud being... Negative. He isn't just being upset about nothing, okay? No, it's, there's... Something happened between those two. I know, and we, and from what you're saying is I know, and the worst part is Final Fantasy VII also has a kind of like a storyline that you're like, oh God, it's almost Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, right? I mean, it is a square enix. It's easier though. It's easier to understand. It's... Yeah. Yeah, not if Nomura had his hands on it. <laughs> No, he just can't. He can't do easy. He can't do easy to understand. He goes deep. I mean, I gotta respect that. Yeah. Have you heard? If you listen to interviews where he talks about Kingdom Hearts, it's even more confusing. You're like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, huh? Like you want? Mean his ideas? Like you? If they already seem kind of confusing, but then you hear him explain his his how he feels about Sora. He's like, yeah, I hate Sora actually. And you're like, wait, what? Yo, you what wh- now? Why you hate your own character? Because he's just about, he's just this kid that has no problems. He doesn't have fucking taxes. <laughs> His dinner is dust. But sir, didn't you create the character? Fuck that guy. Yeah, I think he said Sora's the opposite of himself. Whatever that means. I'm. That's very fair to make an opposite. Like, like even in D and D, you'd make a character like Varus for me was opposite. That moment, at that time when I made him, I was the I was the shy and the quiet and the I don't really want to talk to people. Yeah, he was the badass that wore the leather duster with the guns and went on the fucking ground or you're being shot. Hey, I'm not a fighter, but my rock gnome he definitely gets it done. <clears throat> he fights with everybody. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, and, uh, and the voices I used to, I always do with D&D, like not character voice. I have a gnome voice my well as well. I that. It, his name's Ravon. Fuck you! I like that. Uh, trust me, one of my players is already gonna get PTSD because I used to use his voice a lot on him. Oh, you sound like <laughs> you sound like one of those like forty-year-old women who smokes all the time, and, and they you, talk about the ad where it's like, "Don't smoke." Are you like me? Well, not. I wasn't gonna go that far, but it could be one of those people. I was just even thinking like the. Just the woman who's getting there. Ah, <laughs> sure. She's yeah. halfway there. She's, you know, she's a wine drinker. She's your aunt. She's a wine drinker, and her voice is going out. Slowly but surely. Yeah. That's how I was looking at it. Yes, and then that, that it was funny, because that character originally was more... He got turned into a gnome. He didn't, he didn't choose to. That's sad. He was a thing called the Kepka Shore. He was a dream spirit. He was a... Don't worry, I can I can chal- I can make sure everything's fine. He touched something he wasn't supposed to. Oh, 
That's not curiosity killed the cat. No, he didn't die. He turned into a gnome. He was like, well, curiosity turned the cat into a gnome. Hmm. Right? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I'm just saying it makes sense. So, I think that's a great note to end it on. That saying that everyone knows curiosity killed the gnome. Kills the, the cat. It's curiosity. <laughs> whatever, whatever Fireball it is. Fireball kills the wizard. <laughs> uh, I do, as general principle, though, I want to give you a moment to go ahead and leave the people with the final message. I mean, the general conversation's been about D&D here, so I guess, like, you know, <laughs> if you're going to give general D&D advice to the people, if you're going to tell them something, like, you know, they don't know anything about the game, <laughs> how would you, how would you describe, like, what is... You know what? No. I want to change the question. Okay. What is... What draws you to D&D? Like, why do you think <sighs> people should play it? Well, it always comes from those people that just run around with the imagination. Like, the kids that are 12 years old still playing with sticks. The people that are, like, thinking, what's LARP? Or, like, what's role-playing? Are they just, like... There's games out there. and There's, like, there's a video game out there, but you don't want to play video games, and you're just tired of it. You want something different. It's definitely different to actually play a tabletop game or over Discord through a call and just be like, hey guys, we're meeting this week. We're having D&D today. Oh good, how are you going to ruin our hopes and dreams today? <laughs> I'm going to murder every NPC you love. Well, damn. Even as a DM or a player, it's, for a DM, you got to get more of the feeling of you just want to Start a story. You want a world where you're in control. And I also say this for people that struggle with control in their life. It's a definite way to get a grip on reality. It, it helps. But then you have players who are just like, I'm just here for the ride. And players, it's easier to be a player than a DM. And if you, if you have all these DM ideas, you can burn out quickly. So it, it's one of those warnings of... A fun game awaits. A fun thing comes. Just at a price of what you're willing to do. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. And, you know, don't be afraid of it. It, it can let you find the new talents you have. Like, even just the... You're like a gunsmith that you actually, in real life, you're like, I want to have... Is this campaign have guns? Sure. Can I use my knowledge? I own knowledge? Sure, your character can have knowledge. Or even just talents. Like you make little miniature figures for maps. Dice. Voices even, because, you know, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I think it's essential for people to flex their creativity at an early point in their life and to understand the value of that. I think it allows people to explore parts of their brain that a lot of people forget how to explore. <laughs> I think that it's almost a childlike ambition to be creative. And I think that holding on to that makes for a well-rounded person. I think having art in your life, especially art that you're in charge of or something that you can control, yeah. I think that D&D... 
is, is just one little thing that allows you to do that. And there's other ways that people can do these things. I mean, if you want to write poetry, you want to design clothes, you want to um, whatever it is you're trying to follow, I suppose, because there's a million things. Yeah. Uh, they all take baby steps, and a lot of that begins with your creativity and how you choose to take those steps. And I think that something like D&D or uh, a lot of games that people can play, role-playing games in particular, really allow for that muscle to be flexed. It's, it's sad that games get a negative connotation, maybe not as much now than before, but I think still people, a lot of people miss the point when it comes to what one can gain from video games. Uh, it's not just about muscle memory. It's about problem solving and the way that you handle stressful situations and how you choose to move through things. I was saying to you off camera earlier about how when it comes to the anything in life, you should look at it like a freestyle. And oh, yeah. I think D&D allows for that. 100% because you have to constantly roll with whatever is happening next. They're going to tell you something and you have to decide what to do. I eat glass. Yeah, I eat glass. For example, if I eat glass, what are you going to do? What yep. if I don't roll a very good roll? Well, do I die? Do I choke? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> and that's that's where the DM gets to freestyle. There's a whole bunch of that going on. So I think that that muscle totally gets flexed there. And that's the type of thing that you don't see enough of i think that a lot especially with phones nowadays people are very easily you know you can get that dopamine storage right out of that little phone you don't need to do all these creative things i think people get that idea and that's unfortunate because creativity really allows for an organic creation that comes from that rather than just looking at a bunch of different things that don't really mean anything you can go and you can do something that means something to you and uh yeah, not to go on a rant, but I mean, I agree with you. I agree with the principle that you're pushing, man. It's really true that people who struggle with maybe maintaining order in their life, people who struggle with being creative, people who struggle with even self-confidence, I think, could gain a lot from uh, exploring with things like D&D &D or even engaging in art. And I always push that type of stuff towards people because you shouldn't get caught in your own head. You should find an outlet for that type of thing. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of ways you can do that. And D&D &D is a very fun one. There's a <laughs> lot of stuff you can do there. Trust me, I part of me wished you picked the bard class because bards are expressive people. I thought the rock gnome was, wasn't he charismatic? And yeah, he, he is. It's like, but if IRL noticing, if like you tried to build your character off of you, IRL, you would be a bard because rapping and all that would be. Oh, yeah, I could be a rapping bard. That's my new, uh, next character. <laughs> hey, build what you want. You can even build fucking Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, and he's going to speak in rhyme. My rapping bard will speak in rhyme. Oh, God. Sora will come later, but he's going to speak in rhyme, yes. <laughs> He'll be very, like, he's going to. If he has to, like, let me think of an example. If he had to uh, chop down a tree, I'll bring it down, your arm or your knee. Now I'm going to take it, yeah, and chop it down a tree. Something like that. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why are you looking at me with all this doubt? I'm going to chop down that tree. That's what I'm talking about. I have an intelligence of six, man! I don't really care. Look at my kicks. I don't got good shoes, but you're just a six. Yeah. 
Can I kill him? <laughs> <laughs> so, He'd yeah. probably get killed pretty fast. No, it's, honestly, it's, it's if the players are just being dumbasses that they're going to kill you. I don't know. If I'm, if I'm rhyming, I deserve it. Hey, rhyming is a good thing. It's... There's a DM you make like little stupid puzzles where you're like, I need to fuck with wording. Yeah, that's true. Me, I, I'd be good at that. Oh, yeah, just me. You might all of a sudden get me a random text from me just be like, hey, I need you to do something for me. Fucking what do you want? Just, hey, can you make this into a rhyme or something that could be confusing? And I would come up with something like sprinkles, tinkles. Bubbles and fluff. Look on the ground for some magical stuff. Oh, fuck yeah. Now, that's, that's <laughs> straightforward, but hell yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's like... Every, that one kind of gives it away. <laughs> yeah, anything... You can do any type of profession and just all of a sudden pick up the dice and you can play a character. And you hear that, kids at home? You hear that, kids at home? You can be anything. You can be anything and you can still pick up the dice and play that character. Even if you're seven years old. If you're seven, if you're 11, if you're 70, if you're 11 it doesn't matter. Find a, find a game master. Find someone that will run it. Play it and have it, just try it. If, even if you if you come out and just go, that was some nerdy shit. I'm done with that. It fuck. better have been some nerdy shit. And you're going white and nerdy. Yeah, but you know what? Most importantly, be yourself, all right? Especially if you're doing something like D&D where you have to have some fun, you know, be creative. Don't be afraid to be yourself. And this is just training for everything. It's not just D&D, but it helps with D&D 100%. Helps with freestyling because you're being yourself. You're not, you're not trying to... I mean, hey, when you're being a character, be the character. But don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, you know? All right, you're a rock gnome. You're a rock gnome. What's a rock gnome going to sound like? Exactly. So be that. So that's what it is. That's what it is. And you know what? D&D &D, D &D is just a little piece of life. It's a little piece of the world. It's a little piece of the puzzle. It's a little piece of the cake to make you a little better of a muggle, okay? You're going to get a little better. You're going to fight a little tussle. You're going to have to deal with the world. But you know what? It rustles like leaves. But you'll never leave. You know what I mean? Because you're strong. you got fight in your sleeve. All right? you got might in your knees. Our boy over here. Michael, he don't. He's got bad knees and his family. <laughs> God damn it. Just had to lay that down. Motherfucker. <laughs> Valid point, but damn it. Yeah. Yeah, well. All right. All right. So, with that, Michael, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm just glad I'm not a, I, Honestly, I'm not a rapper, so I was excited to get here. Well, rappers, anybody. We try to have anybody on here. I mean, I really... I was happy to have you too, even just because you and I have a special report. I, I will not, I mean, we haven't disclosed it, so I'm not going to drop it at the very end. I'll let people wonder, where do these guys know each other from? We didn't even say it this whole time, so I'll let people wonder. But I will say, <laughs> when we're regularly interacting, we have a natural rapport, you and I. <laughs> we just talked for two and a half hours straight, you and I. We do, I mean, I know I have a podcast, but I will say, we do this outside of podcasts all the time. You yeah. and I can carry a conversation, and so I'm happy to have you on here, man. It's been a pleasure, and it's always fun talking to you. 
I am excited, hopefully, for doing a campaign, hopefully, sometime soon. We just got to both be not be working, and then we can make that happen. That'll yeah. be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I think you just dropped a hint on how we know each other. I didn't, but you did. Not nah, uh, shit. All right, so yeah. Pay attention, people. <laughs> make a history I check. I thought as I said it, is that? No, it's not. And then you make did that. Make a history check. Yeah, you guys are going to have to figure it out. That was a little cryptic, but I'll allow it. All right, here we go. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for being here, Michael. If you stuck through this whole podcast, you're a true rooster. You're the top of the coop troop, and we love you. We appreciate you. You are the best. Radio clocking out.